It's the live podcast show. Here are your hosts, two guys and their fishbowl, Scott Atwood and Greg Gately. Ahoy, hoy, everyone, and welcome, Disney fans, entertainment fans, and everyone in between. Welcome to the live podcast show, the podcast where we dive deep into the magical world of Disney, pop culture, sports, and basically whatever else we feel like talking about. The live podcast show is your go-to source for topical discussions and silliness. I am Greg, the Disney fanatic, and let's kick things off today by welcoming into the studio, of course, my cohort of the live podcast show from the House of Mouse Expo, the Main Street Mouse, Lost Princess Apparel, ladies and gentlemen, the Main Street Avenger himself, Mr. Scott Atwood. Scott, welcome to your own studio today. Thank you, sir. I'm glad to be here. You okay today? I'm great, man. Now, kinda, that, now the that the words were having a little hard time coming up. It's so. every day. I have hard. I words are. You would think with how much words? I talk <laughs> that I'd be fine. No, you, I still. You're quiet as a church mouse. I hardly ever hear you say all words. the time. Yeah. I never say anything. I'm oh. look so busy, busy. Last what are we at? Oh my uh, god, eight days. It has been eight days since we podcast last. Because we're two days past our normal recording day. Yes, and just we have because. good reason. Which, by the way, everybody, thank you so much for joining yeah. us um, and being joining us two days later than we normally do. Uh, this is coming out on Friday because uh, let's see, Scott, what did we do this past week? Let's see. So last week we started on actually we started Wednesday, waiting for Hatbox to appear at the Magic Kingdom, which he didn't on Wednesday. Womp womp. We went back on Thursday when he did appear. Yeah, and absolutely appeared. And, and it was awesome. And we'll talk to Michelle a whole yes. lot about that. But uh, it was an 8 a.m. in the park rope drop at yep. 8 a.m. So we had to be up at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys drove over. We met over there at what, like 730, We were walking down Main Street watching people take pictures of babies on Main Street as we're yeah. walking down. <laughs> Which, that's a great story. So, <laughs> see, this is going wherever I want to go today. This could I, be a dangerous one. <laughs> I have nothing lined up for this episode. I was like, man, I'm tired. What are we going to talk about? Guess what we're talking about? Kicking babies over the Magic Kingdom castle. No, no, no. I, I'm going to backtrack. We're, we're not. This is a joke, ladies and gentlemen. It's a joke completely. So, Scott, you, I, uh, Michelle, and my wife, Holly, we're mm-hmm. walking down Main Street and... Um, I have a thing about sitting or touching the ground on Main Street. Yeah, because even during the fireworks of Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, you put down a poncho to sit on the ground. Yes, I will because not. Because you will not sit on no, the ground. I will not actually physically touch that area. I mean, right. No, ooh, ew, <laughs> no. It's kind of um, nasty. And really. here's why. And I, this will preface the story by saying Main Street USA has some amazing automobiles uh, old cars, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then they have a trolley that yes. goes up and down Main Street. They do. Pulled by one of the largest horses, and it's multiple horses, so there's like seven or eight. Yeah, and then there's also right now with the, the party in the parade, you have Cinderella's carriage, which is pulled by, I think, by six of the small horses. ponies. Yeah, yeah. Old horses. Them? I guess they're horses, little horses. But they're going down up and down Main Street as yeah. well. Um, I have been in that trolley when a horse... Um, Decided it needed to go right away. Can't hold it. Cannot hold This horse couldn't hold it. This horse went the whole way down Main Street, USA. 
And then you like realize, oh, there's a scoop bucket. Mm-hmm. What do you call those guys? The um, oh, I don't know what. They're yeah, yeah, they have. A, they get the applause. They get the applause. There's a reason they're behind the horses. Yes. And then from the time the horses start in the morning until it closes, yes. nobody washes up Main Street. Now, no. when it closes, they bring out the power washers and they scrub it all down. Right. But during the day. So back to our story. <laughs> we are walking down Main Street and there is a, a younger couple, yes. brand new baby. Had brand to be, new baby. I, I, a few I, months. Just four few months and you're pushing maybe. it. Maybe. Yep. Um, and Holly and Michelle turn to each other and do the, the normal mother thing. Yes. That, and they are amazing mothers. Mm-hmm. But they both went, oh, how cute. Look and at how cute that was. is. And I'm sure the pictures were great because the photographer even got low enough to take the picture up. Yes. from the baby at the cement. Up they the sat the baby on Main yes. Street USA for that classic picture yes. of up to the castle and the babies in the foreground. And it's, like you just said, going to turn out amazing. Beautiful picture. But I, on the other hand, with a twisted sense of humor, mm-hmm. <laughs> turn to you and say, do you think I could punt that baby over Cinderella Castle? Yeah, you totally went the football route with yep. that one. Like, uh, and, and the sad thing is I kind of fed into it you, with you. You were like, can I hold the baby on the top of the head? Like it's a well, if the wind is blowing, I got to hold it so it doesn't <laughs> move. So this is a joke. No way, please take this serious. We um, were just teasing around. Which got us thinking. Yes. Could a person... Do a kickoff with a real football or a punt over Cinderella Castle from that area. I don't. That's I don't know how far of a football field. I think that's sixty-five yards at least. But then you got to go up another what two hundred feet almost to get over the castle. So where would you have to? I think at the beginning of the hub. Oh my gosh. I think you would hit the top of the castle. I don't know if you'd make it over. And know. I'm not, you don't have to go over the whole top. Like you just got, you just have no, to go over, over the clock. Yeah. Over the clock. It has to or make kick it. it into the area where Olaf appeared when he used to appear there, <laughs> kick it right in there and have somebody there to catch it. How cool would that be? I, I really, I now desperately need to come up with some kind of like um, uh, a thing on my computer where I can run a program where it's like, could you kick a football over Cinderella castle? I'd be curious. You know what? When the NFL Pro Bowl is here, they should bring the kickers from the AFC and the NFC and make that a make that a contest. <laughs> well, I would I would pay extra. I would too to watch them kick. Oh, and you're like, look, Disney could put nets in front yeah. of the lower part, so nothing like they do that for field goals. Right, right. You can pull up a net that, and so it has to go over the net, which means it's going over the castle. Over the castle, so it won't or do any damage. Put a net in front of the castle that up the 200 feet. Yeah. The ball hits the netting, right. but the computer will analyze it going over the castle. It'll know at how much speed it had, the trajectory, all that. It would know if it would make Dude, it. I bet you I could have punted that baby into the clock. Oh my God. It would have hit the clock perfectly. And it would have hung on to the thing like Grover or like uh, Gonzo does over at the Muppets at Hollywood <laughs> Studio, holding onto the armature of the clock. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the live podcast show where we are punting babies today. Oh no, we gosh. are not. We're not. It we're was just, a joke. We are. Um, we're very over silly. We've already pulled a few things out of this show that we're not going to talk about at all. And it's funny because these two days we were talking about how we were there Wednesday and Thursday. Yes. We went to Cracker Barrel for breakfast Wednesday and Thursday Twice. afterwards because we were hungry and. We were leaving anyway, and it was cheaper to go to Cracker yeah, Barrel. And than then, of park. course, so Hatbox go back to our original conversation. This is going anywhere today. Oh, it's um, be all over. 
So we Hatbox goes two days in a row, yes. and then Cracker Barrel two days in a row. Yes. Uh, and then we Friday. Had, what was Friday? There was something Friday, and I don't remember. You guys did something on Friday. I we went to Jeremy's, me. and I recorded that yes. segment with Jeremy. Which, and, by the way, um, you did an episode with um, Main Main Street Magic. Main Street Magic. I want to make yes. sure I say that correctly. Main Street Magic. Jeremy and Aranda have a podcast over there. Yes. Really good podcast. They're up to like. 690 yeah they've been doing it for quite a while now and they're consistent every week they put their show so you were a guest host on that show because Rhonda and um michelle Michelle were out at the hair salon together correct so it became the jeremy and scott show exactly and you were amazing i I, i'm like i'm honestly giving you praise i think you guys did an amazing podcast i appreciate that really knowledgeable really smart i think you uh i think you were very generous in some parts (laughs) i think you could have been a I, and it was a conversation we started, right. but it's it was such a big conversation. You right. can't do it in just 20 no. minutes. Here. And that's what inspired him to go that route with yeah. it is he had listened to our show. He really, Jeremy told me how much he really loved the show. That's, he which says, high compliment. It's a high compliment. And considering we were only at episode eight then, so yeah. this is number nine, um, episode eight. And he's, he's like, you guys sound like you've been doing this for years. And you have been doing podcasting for years. I'm still a, still a, a new newbie all this stuff. You're a brand new babe. I'm a new baby. They kick, kick over, over the, the castle on Main Street. <laughs> <laughs> See? Um, but I'm not yeah, sitting I on that to, ground. I wanted to let everybody know, listen, if you're out there, please go to Main Street Magic. Yes. Uh, check out their podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott Atwood is the featured host or guest host this week. Yes. And uh, you guys, again, killed it out of Thank there. You. And uh, Yeah. May, who knows? Maybe in the future, the three of us and maybe a fourth will sit down and do a yeah, there's definitely some ideas there that we've thrown around between yeah. you, me, and, Jer- and me and Jeremy also yeah. did. We threw it around. I don't know if you and Jeremy talked a little bit about it. A little it, bit. But and I mean, he, he, he was like, hey, you should, uh, you should come on soon. I was like, yeah, you, really, you really need a dump button if I'm on. Like, I, you and I, you know how to control me right. and keep me. Right. Like, before the show, you and I had to discuss a few things. You were like, I don't think we should. And I was like, you know what? You're right. See? But it, if I'm let loose with somebody else. Yeah, and especially unless you drove out there, because they live in St. Augustine. So yeah. It's not like it's around the block. So if you, it'd be I hard to get do down that. there to get to the lighthouse and stuff. St. Augustine is a beautiful area. I love going out there. Actually, we've stayed out there twice um, overnight and just checked out all the sites. It's really a cool area. Oh. And there's a Bucky's right like around the block from Jeremy's Ooh. house. I can go for some Bucky's. Yeah. I could just go to get lost in Bucky's. We went to Bucky's. We didn't need anything. We didn't need gas. Well, I did get gas. I didn't really need it, but we didn't get gas. We were hungry. We had just ate dinner, so we weren't yeah. hungry. It's the Walmart. We still wandered around there for like 45 minutes. Yeah. I, I love going to touch the beaver right out front with his yeah. big teeth. I, I go out there and I'm like high five the beaver and stuff like that. So we went to Bucky's in Daytona the week before when Michelle's parents were here. Right. And they had Santa Bucky walking around in the store that you could do pictures with. I, okay. Here's this is just going to start something. I don't, we have a whole lot to talk we about. Got a lot to we're talk going. About. We're sidetracked right now. See, we miss a day. And look what I happens. I don't mind Disney character. I love Disney character. Like right. love. You have seen me. Oh, I have around Disney. I will drop. I will be in the middle of a conversation yep. and run to go hug a bear. Actually, you did that on Wednesday when Hatbox Ghost wasn't there because you saw. <laughs> liver lips yes and you took off we were like in the middle of a conversation all of a sudden greg takes off running and michelle and i are looking at each other like what was it? and then we looked up and we saw the bear like, oh. yeah. so but i do have a problem with other do you like if i see bucky the mm-hmm. beaver i will think oh that's some stupid human in there 
I don't understand it. But at Disney, there at Disney, there is none of that. Like my magic, like my disbelief. I'm, I'm, I am in one hundred percent. If I used to go to Hershey Park as a kid, yeah, I used to want to tackle them. Really? Yeah. I don't know if I wanted to eat them because it was a big chocolate bar, a big Reese's peanut yeah. butter cup. But I, I had a, I had like mascots. Mascots mm. used to make me angry, except for the Philly fanatic. Really? Oh, and, because he's your boy. Yeah, he's my boy. Like that's the. Th- I grew up hugging yeah. on that thing. Right. Um. And then, I like anybody else. I'm like, you're stupid. Just stupid. What do so, you mean? okay, now I got to know. I'm not making fun of people who no, do no, it. It's no. just, it's an internal it's thing. Yeah. But it's when I me. see you at conventions and you see somebody dressed as a particular animal, some might say a furry animal, yeah. you run to them like they're. I got li- no, I have no problem. Like liver lips in the park. Yep. I have no problem with furries because at least they're being themselves. They're like, you know what? I love to dress as a raccoon. I have a big sword mm-hmm. and a very long tail. <laughs> I do remember we did see Optimus Prime at the one you were like all over that too. I did, yeah, because he was with first. Jedi Jar Jar, and it was a really good. <laughs> but the Optimus Prime was really good because I have respect. Like these people created these characters, they and they do just such an amazing job. So they really. Oh, uh, anyway, Scott. <laughs> so where were we? So we were up to Friday. <laughs> Friday. What are we doing? Oh, so Friday, Saturday. Um, yeah, you guys, you watched the Michigan game. We watched the Michigan game when uh, Michigan beat uh, Virginia. Yeah. No, not Virginia. <sighs> Iowa. Sorry, Iowa. Wrong, and they wrong. are now going for the college football Going for the college football team. I know there's a lot of controversy about Alabama, who did knock Georgia out, yeah. um, that Florida State should have got that spot. And now they argue with both sides. But Michigan's playoffs, number one. Yep, Michigan is going against Alabama. Michigan will be Alabama the first, and then they'll play the winner of, is it Texas? And I can't remember the me. other team. What bowl are they going? We're going to the Rose Bowl. Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl, which is the Big Ten's major bowl every year. So Michigan's going to be playing Alabama there on January 1st. And then uh, the playoff game, I think, is a week later. Or the national championship game is a week later. But, of course, Michigan's coming in with controversy because all the people have said they stole signs and all this stuff. And You know what? I played football. Every team, you look at the signs of the other team to see what you can do. Any advantage. Yeah. I mean, look, as long as you're playing within the rules and... It doesn't matter. Uh, and then Sunday, Detroit mm-hmm. played. Detroit played. Um, who was it this week? I can't remember. It's been so long. Who yeah. did we play? I don't think you won. I know we won. But Barely. I why can I? Yeah, we, it was a Was it Chicago? No, it was No, that's this coming week. Why no. can I not remember uh, who we played this week? Oh, uh, New Orleans. It's been a long week. It has been. I, it was New Orleans because <laughs> it was Dan Campbell. That was the team he actually coached with. Ah. Um, he was their uh, tight end coach before he left to go to Detroit. So uh, he went in there. He beat him. I got nervous there a little bit towards the end of the game. wasn't looking good for us, but we ended up pulling out yeah. and winning. And then, um, yeah, that was it. Um, I, w- I, I normally don't bring up sports, but uh, Philadelphia Flyers yes. hockey. Yes. They, um, and I'm going to bring up our friend Sam from Sam's Disney Diary. Okay. Um, Your other partner that my, you podcast on, on my Wednesday. Wednesday night live show yes. that we do uh, on his, his YouTube, my Facebook. Right. Um, He's a big Pittsburgh fan. Big All Pittsburgh sports? Penguins. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, oh, Steelers. We're not even talking about Steelers. I would say he's there the tonight man at the Steelers. Is crazy, and I don't even want to go into the amount. One day we're going to sit with him. Yeah. And I need him to explain why he is this crazy about that it. That might be a good show to merge your show with our show. Merge <laughs> yeah. that show with our we'll just show. Just have here. all these shows going on at once. Um. But yeah, Philadelphia Flyers yes. played against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Okay. And the Penguins are. I hate. I hate. Hey, like I could care less about sports yeah. in general. Like I don't Except hate for baseball. anybody. Yeah. Baseball, I hate everybody but the Phillies. Right. Like 
hockey. I, I like watching the hockey. So mm -hmm. I'm watching. And so they beat Pittsburgh two games in a row. Like they played Sunday and then Monday, and I was like, "Yeah, there we go." There and was a time course, they were one of the better teams, Pittsburgh, for a long time. There Pittsburgh's, with Yager and all them. I yeah, mean, I mean, Crosby's still there. Malkin is still he still there. playing? Yeah, wow. a little crybaby. I'll say he's got to be 112 by now. He was yeah, playing on the Red Wings in the still 90s, playing like a baby. <laughs> I hate Sidney Crosby. Anyway, Sidney oh. from the Brady Bunch, Crosby. Yeah. And then, so Monday, what did we do? Monday. Monday? So uh, Monday was when Michelle got to see Walt's statue debut. Oh, yes. I want her to talk about that yeah, because uh, it's that. very important because she was one of the very, very select few. I mean, this group was like... It the, was small. The media group is small to begin with. And then you take, take a per, 75% small percentage away of it. Yeah. and it leaves very few people. I say and, there was like four or five there that were yeah. invited to that event and she was fortunate enough to be there and it was before the park opened that day. So yeah. it was an early event. I can't wait to hear her story about that. So yes. that was Monday. You went over there yes. and you got held behind the wall. Yes, I was not allowed to see it. <laughs> you, you're not allowed. You and I were and friends. All we were. I just got no out. one for you. Yeah, Three no, years. Just no one for you. They were very strict about They were, and I understand everything. why. I understand why. If they invite two of us, then they get, why haven't they invited another media outlet? I get it. This show is going to heck already, man. It is. Um, We're apologizing um, now for the then, rest of the show. So then that was Monday. Yes. Uh, she got there to debut that statue. I want to hear it from her. Yes. Um, and then Tuesday, we had Luminous yes. Symphony of On us. Walt's birthday. On Walt's birthday and the opening of World Celebration, which is big news there. The walls are, most of the walls are down. Yeah. And then Wednesday, you guys, mm -hmm. I went over to do with a live show with yes. Sam uh, and we broadcast the fireworks and some world celebration because it's worth seeing. And then uh, you guys were over there also. Yeah, we had our um, our travel sponsor for the Main Street Mouse. So she had a little, uh, I guess you could say dessert party. I think she was more than dessert. We had food too, but she had a little party there off the UK uh pavilion area they had the little area that goes down by the water yeah. actually a really good area to watch luminous from i watched epcot forever no harmonious from there one time okay. and i was like man this is a secret little spot that mm -hmm. i got I'm, I'm not i'm not ever telling anybody about it no it's, it, so it, good. it's a really good spot you're really close to the water unless it's windy yes. and then they all the firework and soot come that way yep. <laughs> um yeah and mei um mouse Fan travel, yes. correct? They are also the sponsor of House of Mouse Expo. Correct. Yep. Becky and her team are the ones that are um, our biggest sponsor for the expo. They're uh, helping yeah. us make this happen. Becky's been there. This will be the third year she's been there with us. She's been with us for a number of years as the Mainstream Mouse. Yeah. Uh, just a great organization over there, and they can help you out with anything you need. Yeah, excellent. Thank you so much. So, as always, we will bring you the latest news from the Main Street Mouse and the Fanatics blog, from upcoming new attractions to the announcements of upcoming films. We'll keep you up to date with everything happening in the Disney universe, sports, pop culture, and, of course, entertainment. We today will talk about a whole bunch of stuff. Michelle is going to join us to discuss Hatbox Ghost, Epcot Media Event Part 1, Behind the Walls, Tear down these walls, Mr. Gorbachev, World Celebration, Walt the Dreamer, Luminous, and so much more. Ladies and gentlemen, we will be right back after this brand new House of Mouse commercial. Get ready for an enchanting experience at House of Mouse Expo 2024, sponsored by MEI Mouse Fan Travel. 
Join over 100 vendors as they converge to weave a spellbinding atmosphere at the Osceola Heritage Park Event Center on March 2nd and 3rd. Ensure you don't miss out and secure your tickets now at houseofmouseexpo.com. This extraordinary event is more than just a gathering. It's a haven for Disney enthusiasts, a warm, home-embracing fans of all things Disney. Meet Jim Cummings, the enchanting voice behind Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, and Darkwing Duck. Joining him is Brett Iwin, the iconic voice of Mickey Mouse, Caitlin Rob Rob, the delightful voice of Minnie Mouse, and the incomparable Bill Farmer, bringing Goofy to light. But hold on to your Mickey ears, there's more magic to come. Encounter Martin Club and Kevin McNally from the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise, Ross Marquand from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and the fantastic cast of Hocus Pocus 2. Craving the VIP experience or looking to join the After Hours Party? Ticket upgrades are available now at HouseOfMouseExpo.com. Let the magic unfold and welcome home. Greetings, Disney enthusiasts. You're now tuned in to the Disney News, where your host is none other than Michelle Atwood, a true luminary in the Disney realm. She's the driving force behind the Main Street Mouse and Lost Princess Apparel, embodying the spirit of a Disney princess and pioneering the world of Disney media. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us in the studio today, the queen of the tournament, the princess of the Disney Universal SeaWorld Bush Gardens, <laughs> Icon Park, I Drive, Margaritaville. I went to Central Florida. Central Florida <laughs> Universe, the reporter extraordinaire of Fox 35, okay. the voice of Disney Radio on WDBO, uh-huh. the author of two children's books, and an autobiography about the life of Michelle Atwood. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> boys and girls, I present to you Michelle. Girl boss, Do we have to do this every week? Do we yes. really have to do this every week? You guys embarrass me. <laughs> have you seen my intro? Do you get a whole thing? Yes. Yeah. He's, He's like, like the Main Street detail. Avenger. He's like Yeah, I, I get that, but I get like a big old intro and it's our like, names aren't on anything it's a little yeah. your name's on we're, everything we're and friends no, we're i'm and friends. friends no i'm and no, no, friends no, 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 this no. week we Scott were and me and greg were, were and friends, friends every day this week <laughs> i was i was sam's and friend he was your and friend we are just and friends you though the queen <laughs> extraordinaire okay for you this podcast i'm in friends but this week I was not Anne Friends. We should get her a shirt that says Anne Friends. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Anne Friends, Anne Friends. What he needs to do is we got to change the upper lettering for it. Like, Joey Patone and Friends. Friends. And Friends. Yeah. And that's where that joke comes from, in case anybody's wondering. It's Joey Patone and Friends is always at Epcot. So, Greg, yeah. when Anne Friends will come out, Joey will go, Anne Friends. So, Michelle, are you as tired? As, this is off the rails, by the way. We just went goofy because oh we're so tired. Um, it's wonderful. <laughs> see it's so goofy he's even doing impersonations how are you doing you had an amazing week Mm -hmm. where would you like to start let's start last week because we have hatbox ghost oh gosh yeah yes uh you have epcot media day part one where you get to go behind the walls yes um then they tore down the walls yes and then we had epcot media day two yes uh, part one and two that day right. um and then um we had talk i want to talk about walt the dreamer and yeah. luminous and where okay. would you you know what until you okay so i feel really tired today and i felt really tired yesterday and when you put it all out as to everything that's been going on. Mm-hmm. Now it makes sense why we're so tired. And if you think about Hatbox, this is actually two days in a row. 
Oh yeah, it was because we had a, a no go day, and then and I we think had... we had something day before that, maybe, or we recorded the day before that. But I thought we had stuff that led up to that. Yeah. yeah, it's been um, a lot. It's um, been a lot. And then we had breakfast each day at uh, oh, Cracker Barrel. We d- went to the Cracker Barrel. Yes, we did. We fancy. We're so fancy. <laughs> we, we fancy and blow money. <laughs> <laughs> nothing's too good for my us. Bill, my bill was like 13 bucks. I know. What's cool about the, good. the new thing at Cracker Bro, though, is they bring you the receipt with a QR code. And you can pay right there. You don't have to go to the no. register. You don't have to hand it to the kids. Which you anything. and I discussed. Like, what's keep preventing people from, you know, being... Uh, we are honest people. Of course. Right. But there's people that are not. <laughs> there was dead I know. We did pay for our food. We left tips. Yeah, yeah. We did but no. But, but somebody who wasn't honest, because the first day we asked for to-go boxes, she brought us a bag with the to-go boxes, and the bills were in there. Yeah. And yeah. we never checked. We would have never known. Very strange. Yeah. Anyway, back to Disney. Back to work. So. So. Do you... Do you... Do you... Start at the beginning. <laughs> do you do a da, da, da? <laughs> Are we the police all of a, a sudden? A little bit. Um, do you want to be Gordon Sumner? No. Why don't you start with the headbox? Sting. <laughs> That's who Gordon Sumner is. Oh, okay. You're yeah. right. It is. Sure. We're in company. You're Sting. I'm Sting. Gordon. I forgot I'm, his I'm name Stuart was. I'm Stuart Copeland. I forgot his name was Gordon. That's the other guy. Other guy. <laughs> What's the other guy's name in the Nobody book? knows. <laughs> That's He's got why a Funko I got pop, confused though. because I thought you were talking about one of the other guys. The other guys. So. Hatbox Ghost. We'll start there. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I actually, um, I've been waiting for that because I love the Hatbox Ghost. I think I've talked about it before. Um, so when I found out it was going to be there, I was really excited, and I hope I was hoping that it was going to live up to the hype that I had built up. Oh yeah. In my head for it, and it was so cool because like, um. You know, we're in a doom buggy, the anticipation, you know, where he's going to be. And I could hear him before I could see him. And oh, I yeah, was like, oh, like, oh, my God, he's here. So then, you know, I'm like, got all excited, got my phone, everything. And then the first time through, I was like a big kid and I'm trying to record it <laughs> and trying to see it and all that. So that when we went back on a, the second time, yeah, I... I think they did a very good job. I think he's super cool. Just my I opinion. I absolutely 100% agree with you. Uh, the excitement of going through that first time. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Killed me almost because we were, we got it. We rope dropped. Uh-huh. We ran right there. We were in the first queue that went through. So we were getting, we were getting it no matter what. Right. Heck yeah. Um, my phone, I was still fiddling with my phone because it's a dark yeah. section. It's in very Rarity. dark. Yeah. He lights it up. I, yeah, he lights it up. So the first time through, I was looking through my lens. like, And we have that issue. And it's not an issue. It's just something we always deal with. Like you you look through your phone first to see sure, all this. To make sure it's working. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so my first time through, I was like, I missed it. Right. And I was just like, oh, what, oh I, why didn't I pay attention? So I was angry at myself for not just taking the first time to go through it. Absolutely. Right. So we went through the second time. Because there was no one knew it had come out. No. Because Disney didn't announce it till later that evening. Yeah. It was yeah. it was li- kind of late before they said anything. Wasn't yeah. it like seven thirty eight o'clock? It was like seven thirty eight o'clock. So we had the scoop before they said anything. And then one of our PR reps was actually there, and I had asked him, you know, is Disney because there was cast members there to mm-hmm. ride it as well before it you know, really got released. Right. And um, he's like, yeah, sometime later today, which I was surprised because usually they're, you know, 
We don't get to scoop Disney too often. No. Usually, or it's at the same time. We'll be at a media event and we're covering stuff. And all of a sudden, the Perks blog, blog drops the exact same thing. And we're like, wait a minute, why are we here? Right. Because it's, it, and I don't mean that in a no, negative no, no, that's way. D23 yeah. Expo right there. Yes, that, D23 Expo. Like they have all these big, big announcements and you want to tell your people. And, you know, it's happening at the same time. So it feels a little bit weird. But now with Hatbox Ghost, we were first and that was kind of cool to be first it really was i there's it later in this episode scott and i are going to talk about fomo and it's a big thing in this disney community of course and if i wasn't there the first day i would have had fomo big time me that's what i did thursday speaking of thursday i went back and did Mickey's very Merry Christmas. I was oh, like, I right. know I that's did right. something. Yeah. I'm had a whole conversation. I'm yep. bringing you in, Michelle. That's okay. why Holly was off work. Yeah. Because you guys were going to the party. That's why we able, were able to do half box mm-hmm. Ghost. So we went twice on Thursday. We rode it again at nighttime. Oh, you did. And was there a long line that night or no? No. Oh. So cool. it still wasn't really well known. Well, it's a party. It was too. party night. Yeah. So a lot of people don't ride yeah. on party nights. I don't remember waiting in line for anything that night. It was I. It was it was a magical night, just one of those perfect mm-hmm. nights at Disney where you're like, this is unrealistic mm-hmm. that this is happening right now because everywhere we went. Um, but yeah, I I finally stopped and paid attention to it mm-hmm. and fell in love with it. It's and I so went, cool. The, it's bright enough. Mm-hmm. The it gives you enough time to see the yes. the, the actual imagination. You can see him better it. at ours than you can at Disneyland. Yep. Yep. You yeah, have a, you get time. a longer view of him. Because of the, he's more out in the open at Disneyland. He's at the end of the, you know, outside the attic. And right. if you, your doom buggy chain, you know, turns so quick that you have to really watch. So I like him better here, actually. I agree. 100%. Um, I was going to ask you about the story of where he fits in. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, you know what? It just doesn't matter to me. <laughs> And I think the story is based on the new movie more so yeah. than it is on the original yeah. reason. To me, it's just nice having it. Yes. It's just yeah. nice. Uh, we noticed since the 50th, or right before the 50th, like I watched Fantasyland get painted and it looked like it was brand new again. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've watched them fix like uh, a people mover. They added the voiceovers back in yes. everything. So it's Pirates of the Caribbean right now. Every model and animatronic works perfectly right, right, right. so it's like disney in the past year or two years has come in and just cleaned up all these things that were missing mm-hmm. and have fixed them and i think they're doing a good job with that so adding in the hatbox ghost adding in stuff like that and they also did some upgrades in the mansion in preparation for mm-hmm. the hatbox ghost mm-hmm. with better lighting Right. So, like when you go through the graveyard scene, you can actually see more of the ghosts and different things Speaking going on. Speaking of that, what? you know, my favorite ghost was missing the other day. Who's that? The Who's carriage that? driver in the. Uh, oh, was he really? Yeah, yeah I, I didn't even like, notice. You, where where did he go? I was like, where's my boy? But you know what's cool? He was like, I'm dead. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. I'm not told lunch. The I'm a ghost. Uh, the um. Being that the lighting is a lot better in, in the graveyard, I, I'm starting to notice things I didn't notice before. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, it's my favorite ride, and I've been on it a million times. Right. But I saw, I noticed a ghost teapot that I'd never seen. It's way far back, and it's got like a ghost hand like pouring. Tea. Really? I've never seen it before. Oh my gosh, now I'm going to look out for that. I don't, I have no clue what and you're And that's on the about. opposite side of the singing bus, correct? Or the opposite yes, side of the, it's on the, the opposite path. side. Yeah. So, oh. um, but with, with the different lighting, 
um, I encourage you, if you're going to go on the mansion next time you're at the parks, to actually pay attention to detail because you can actually see a lot more now. Definitely. So, thank you. That's sure. Hatbox Ghost. Um, that's just the beginning of the week for us. Okay. And we were excited because the first day when we went Wednesday and we got there, we thought he was going to be there. There was all the rumors he wasn't there. So when we showed up Thursday, we saw every Imagineer that works at Walt Disney World standing outside the mansion. <laughs> that was a clue. Yeah, that was our clue. It's like, he's really here oh, today. He's, he's here. And look, Disney promised by the end of November he would be there. And, and barely made it. <laughs> they had to 11.59 that night. There was 12 hours left. And they were like, Nothing like waiting until the last minute, yeah, right? But, but at least hey, he's there. Hey. He was there. They kept the clock. They kept um, the so, yeah, I mean, just like you just said, I would encourage people to check Pay attention. It's cool. It's really cool. Um, where would you like to go to next with how busy this was? Um, you want to go over to the new stuff at Epcot? Yes. Okay. Yes, I, I'm excited for that. You just lit up like a Christmas tree. Um, I just lit up like World Celebration. You did. Ah. Yeah. yeah. So uh, let's when I talk got to, about go, you the go. first day uh, of that. You went over on Monday. Early in the morning. You were invited over as a very, I, I was just telling Scott, like Scott and I were talking about, a very select few media. There was four media and two from a newspaper, right. I want to say, oh. part of the news. That was it. The rest, they had legacy cast members. Right. Um, and they did a whole, um, you know, they did a little speech, I guess, ahead of time. They talked about, um, you know, the whole idea of Walt the Dreamer and the statue and, you know, what it's supposed to mean, what it's supposed to represent. Um, and then before, then they had the Voices of Liberty come out. That's awesome. And um, they sang When You Wish Upon a Star. Oh, I would have been in tears. It was rough. And then a little like poof, like smoke, <laughs> like fire. <laughs> poof. It was a poof. It was poof. Poof. Did it, it sparkle? I, was like, poof. I don't even know. <laughs> I, I, I was looking for was. some. What did I just? It, I was trying to do that. There was a little poof in here. <laughs> I was looking for confetti. I, I you know, because yes. usually when usually when you are kicking off something, and it it was a little anticlimactic. The the singers were great, but after the poof, I was like, All right, "Is this it?" Right. So it was officially the dedication ceremony. It was the dedication, but the walls were still up and nobody was in there. And that's what I think is cool right there. You got to go behind the wall. Now, no media has gotten behind those walls in years. No, they have sat there for four years, three and a half years now. Mm -hmm. Those walls have been up. We have all looked at the walls and gone, I can't wait till this comes down, please. And then finally, on the last day, you get to go behind the walls mm -hmm. and see the placement of Walt the Dreamer. Yeah. Um, now, I want your opinion on this because you got to see it with nobody in there, basically. I right. mean, you had legacy cast members, you had Imagineering people yeah. in there. Mm -hmm. What was that feeling? What was it like? Yeah. You're like, <laughs> I don't know how to. Well, no, no, no. Um, I guess for me, um, you know, because we got to see the statue at D23 Expo last year. Mm -hmm. um, but to see it in its spot was he looked smaller in his spot than he did when it was in an exhibit. Yeah. Um, and he was over to the side. So it, it, it wasn't completely what I anticipated. But um, when I was in there, I guess I was just in work mode so much that I, I'm like, okay, I am not going to be able to get these photos with nobody here ever right, right. again. 
they had some construction workers over by, you know, the, the side and they were still working on some of the tables and the seating area. And um, so I just really was kind of like I knew I had a limited amount of time. So I wanted to get as many pictures as I could, um, you know, before it fills up with people. Now, they told us about the lighting and stuff in the evening, but it was seven o'clock in the morning. So obviously we didn't get right. to see any of that. <laughs> right. Nor do you care because you're like, okay, great. Thanks for telling me something that's not that I can't see. Yeah, yeah, I can't see it and I'm real tired. And it right. was, yeah. But anyway, so it was really cool because I got to take a picture with the Walt statue mm-hmm. um, before anybody else had it really. Um, so that was the cool part. So when we went back the next day for the media day, um, I kind of was glad that I got to do that because it was so busy and the, the I line thought is, what you did was actually, yeah, the line the next day. So that was awesome. I'm, I'm really glad you got to do that. I think once in a while, Disney does allow us to do these really cool little mm-hmm. things that mean a lot. And to that's us. a really cool one. That's yeah. that camera if FOMO you would have over that. If you, if you didn't get invited to that, because it's different, yeah. it's not something that we've ever gotten to do before right. because it's a whole new area, yeah. right? you know, like, um, it, well, like, okay, maybe that's a bad example, but like, you know, you go to the hat box to see the hat box goes, we've been on the mansion a million times. It's just an addition. This was a whole new space, right? Yep. you know, and that people have been waiting, what, years? Four years. Um, to see. Now, and but I was standing back there, if we're going to be honest, because we shoot honest yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm standing back there and I'm looking around and I'm trying to be objective. And I don't mean this in any way, I'm very grateful that they let me go behind the walls. Very. But in my head, because I know how people are these days, I'm thinking, you know what? Somebody is going to complain about this. They're not going to like Walt's placement. They're not going to like the sitting area. They're not going to like the area that the fountain used to be in. They're just, you know, people are going to crap all over it regardless. Which, to go to the next day, I think was amazing when we sat there with the Imagineers. Yes. yes. And they explained every decision. Yes. So we now know why they did everything. So for people are going to, just like you said, are going to sit there and question every single decision. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, we're going to tell you the answer because they told us what the answer is, but you're still going to be like, yeah, but that's wrong. They didn't mean to do that. It's like, no, no, they didn't. No, we got it from the horse's mouth, so to speak, that this is exactly what they were trying to do. Every single decision and every single thing you see in there Mm -hmm. has a reason, a reason, a story behind it and an explanation that you should just go. Okay. Even down to the shadow that's cast from the sun on some of the, the the buildings and stuff is purposely done to let you see it that way. So they really planned that every detail. Oh, every nothing detail. is by accident. So no, and I had a light bulb moment before yes. we go on to. I had a light bulb moment last night. It was it was cold last night. Um, we were waiting to. Uh, you know, we had an, uh, another event last night with our travel sponsor, and um, we had some time to kill. So we went and we got Starbucks, <laughs> and then they had Adirondack chairs like outside in one of the sitting areas. Oh yes. And we sat there, and it was cold, mind you. Yeah. And, and we're we, drinking frappuccinos. Yeah, we're our our <laughs> stupid selves are get frozen drinks. But <laughs> we're sitting, and I'm freezing my butt off, sitting in an Adirondack chair, and I'm looking around. And I look at Scott. And I said, "I get it now," because you it was a place to actually sit and chill out and just look around and just be. You know, and I get what they're trying to do because, you know, when you're at a theme park, I mean, yeah, we get to go all the time. So maybe it's a little different, but sometimes you just need to decompress and go sit 
or get something to drink and just chill out. You are saying it better than I could because I agree. I agree with that implicitly because I walked around the first day it was open when the walls finally came down. We Mm -hmm. had waited three and a half years for that moment. Mm -hmm. You walk in there and had it just been a bunch of concrete, a bunch of plants, right? I would have been like, this sucks. But when I walked in there, I was overwhelmed at the beauty of it. I was overwhelmed at the lighting, everything. But I also got a bit of serenity. And it was when the hoopla dies down about yeah. this, I can go into the park at 9 a.m. at almost what, five days a week or something. I'm there all the time. I can now go and grab a coffee at Joffrey's because um, I hate Starbucks. <laughs> Um, we love you, Joffrey's. Please endorse us and sponsor us. Not a sponsor, by the way. Um, yet. 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 <laughs> um, I can go grab a coffee and sit over sit. there. And there's multiple places to sit. And Those Adirondack chairs, by the way, yeah. vibrate. Shut up. Really? When you talk, you you felt you could feel the vibration of the music. I didn't really pay attention to it. We were honestly. cold. Yeah, we were cold. We were cold. frozen. It was cold. Oh, no, no. I was with Jeff and Denise. That's who it was. Okay. And because earlier in the day, Sam and I had sat there in the same seats. Mm-hmm. And as I would talk, I'd be like, why, why do I feel like a heptic feedback on me? They're designed and they vibrate to the music. To the music. It's really weird. <laughs> it was weird. I had a winter coat on and stuff yeah. last night, so maybe we just didn't feel it. And when we were sitting there too, I noticed more of the light that I didn't see before. I never really noticed the circular lights that were up in the sky. I right? didn't see them until we sat down and I was looking around. I was like, oh, wow. And, yeah. they, and then they're LED that change colors and such. And what them. you said earlier, it all blends together. Mm-hmm. So, however, yeah. it, uh, another thing that people ca- can notice, because um, I did. Uh, there's different seating areas around the center mm-hmm. and each sitting area has different chairs and different lights. Like one of them has like bar stool type chairs and mm-hmm. there was the Adirondack chairs and then there's like the tables and chairs. Right. So there's like a variety, a variety and then there's of the chairs ones that are built into like the planners and yes. that go the with benches. Basically. Yeah. They go with the flow. It, yes. it just looks like it's all part. So there's all kinds of different chairs to choose from, which I thought was kind of cool. It's the little things. Cause yeah. sometimes I I'm tired. I just want to sit. <laughs> And you know what? I think that's going to help, though, with Connections Cafe, which gets filled so quickly with seats. Now you can take your tray outside and go find a seat to sit out there and eat. Right. And before we go on to the nighttime version of it, um, the Communicore Hall and Communicore Plaza, which is going to be the festival space, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is going to blend in with that area. Yeah. So it's going to just open it up more and Mm -hmm. be more. So overall. What did you think of the new, and this is, people are like, oh, whatever, the walls came down. This is, they redid, and the Imagineers talked about it, an actual center of the, one of the top 10 most popular parks in the world. Mm-hmm. No one's ever done that before, no. where they took the whole center of the park, your entrance, and redid everything. Especially while the park was open. So some parks up north where they close down in the winter months, they can go in there and do that yeah. and work. But here, we're a running park, 365. So they actually had to do all that work around the functioning yes. theme uh-huh. park. Yeah. And people complained about the, how much time it took. Yep. And it's like, no, they had to build Guardians of the Galaxy. They had to put in Space 220. Mm-hmm. They had to build Connections Cafe. They had to build uh, Creation Shop. They mm-hmm. had to build, and they needed places to put all that stuff. It got put in the center. Then they had to build Moana. Then they had to build Community. Like, mm-hmm. this, you, yeah. Anyway, so... Your thoughts at the end of the day on just that Walt Statue World Celebration. How did you, did you have done this 
13, 14 years, mm-hmm. like your, your opinion is of value, especially to the people who listen here. What do you think of the New World Celebration and Walt the Dream? Okay, well, when I first saw it, I was on the fence um, because I was, I'm a creature of habit and there are certain things that, you know what my biggest gripe about it? I think it's great. I think it was needed. I love how it's open. Um, how you don't have to go around walls to get any place. I love the seating. Um, I love the statue. My only gripe would be, I wish there was a fountain there because the fountain of nations, you know, when the music and it would, the water would shoot up to the different music and the lights, you know, when you're walking out of the park at night. Um, I think that was something that people really enjoyed. And I know a lot of people were sad when it got taken away. A lot of people complained. Yes, they Mm -hmm. did. Still do. They still do. And I was, I wish that they could have done something with, even if it was a smaller fountain, you know, just, just something to kind of throw it back to old school Epcot that we had that fountain in it. And a lot of people loved it. I loved it. They could have put a little fountain, like in one of the garden sections. Thank you. I said the same thing. I was like, throw, throw something there. So that's a history thing. That's a feeling that, okay. Yeah. Um, do you want to discuss the nighttime of it? Sure. And, um, how bright and amazing (laughs) like i'm gushing over this because i found a new spot that's going to be i literally am going to take my computer over there while i'm working and be able to do articles and sit over there and just relax especially i don't see that place being packed during the day no it's it's the exit now so as soon as those fireworks are over people are running through there yep um but at nighttime it's pretty and I thought that um, for some reason, like last night, because we had already seen it the night before, um, you know, we did the Christmas overlay of living with the land. And then he, I told him, I said, I really want to go back to the center area. I don't even know why, but I wanted the thought of sitting there and watching the lights and seeing the sidewalk area light up and all that stuff. And again, it was Which, cold. by the way, the sidewalk thing is a nod to the past of Epcot. Mm-hmm. Yes. Where they used to have the lights coming through the concrete. Right. Mm-hmm. And those were always cool. Those were always cool. But that's the nod by Walt the Dreamer statue. Was, yes. Up there, All the lights in the cement. And I like how everything is in sync. So Spaceship Earth is in sync with the lights there. And friends. So, and friends. Except last night it wasn't. The white lights were just not the white moving. lights, which we were told it was because it was too dark, which made no sense. See, I don't believe that. I, I think that, that there either. was a little glitch I last night. I think there was night. a glitch last night. It's new. Um, There's going to be glitches. I, but when I was leaving, it was gold. Like this beautiful gold. And then the the Spaceship Earth was matching it. So Spaceship Earth now does the shows. And it transforms that world celebration area because the lightings match. Yeah, the color schemes change with whatever's on Spaceship Earth, which is really kind of neat. And they have the new lights, like the giant poles that are in the air. Mm -hmm. Uh, They have the lights in the ground, like you were saying. Mm -hmm. There was lights in the trees. There is mm-hmm. lights in between connections and creation shop that mm-hmm. actually work with Spaceship Earth now. And don't forget like the pokey lights that are mm. in like the the landscaping as you're walking right. uh, in and out like towards uh, right. there's there's lights everywhere. And I think that I I really think that it is so much more impressive at night than in the yes, daytime. Definitely. I y- yeah. What was up with the Star Wars area? Did it not feel like Batu on the way over to Moana? Oh yeah, the the, oh. yeah, the big wooden rusted um, tree yeah. looking things. What's that? I, it's it's Batu 
West Central. It's, a, it's all the water <laughs> from Moana's that turned whatever was there. And rusted. you know what? The day, yeah. the day behind the walls, somebody had asked. Actually, I think I would have might have asked as well. Like, what's going to go over there? What's the point of the big wooden? Like, I don't even know what you want to call them. Um, like, what's going to go over there or whatever? And the answer. I got was I'm not sure. <laughs> so, so it's a structure I mean, that we have no idea what's going to happen. There is the definitely something planned for that. Area. Right. Somebody thought try. character meets or something like that. Daisy was meeting kind of was in that Daisy area. That's who Daisy was in that area both days. Did you see Pluto? Pluto was kind of roaming like Disneyland type. They were like no lines, please. And he had earmuffs on and his he little did. scarf. Yeah. It was cute. I hugged him. He was Christmassy. He was. It was I, I love that. Um. So there's a lot going on over there. Like that's a lot to take mm-hmm. in. We're we're trying to bring it down to like 20 minute conversation about right. this. But there's but a lot. It's it's a brain. I walked from Guardians over to Living with the Land, and you used to have to go around the long way. Yes, I hated mm-hmm. that. I walked right through the center, and you could see the top of Living with the Land, the building, yes. yeah. all the way across, which is cool. And it took first off, it took half the time it normally yes. would. So I was like, man, this is great. But the walk through there is just abs. It's a, it's so impressive. Mm-hmm. I was really impressed with it. I was really impressed with their decisions on why they did stuff. Walt the Dreamer. They talked a lot about him being off center. Mm-hmm. What did you think of that? Well, so the answer they gave because somebody was asking. I don't remember which event. Uh, if it was which day, it was. But one of the Imagineers had said that. Uh, it's what they said. I don't know if that's true, but they said, well, we don't think Walt would have sat right in the middle. How do you know where Walt would have sat? Um, <laughs> I mean, what if there would have been other and you know what? I, I agree with them and here's why. And this is a weird, it's the rule of thirds, right? So when in animation and stuff, mm-hmm. you can go back and watch, what is it? Donald in mathematician land or something or mathematics land. Yeah. Something like that. And they talk that about one. the rule of thirds in art. And it's, you can look at almost ma- every major art piece, every major structure. And it's not the centered. Rule of the thirds, and it's everything's just off center by thirds. So Walt would have sat, not sat directly in the center looking down. He, he was way over side. though. He's way over. Here's, and you don't mind if I get a little, like a little negative about this because, and no, it's not ahead. negative. No. Why did they not add Roy on the other side? <gasps> That's what I would have liked oh, to have seen. Oh, Steve, Roy does not get enough. He built Epcot does not exist. Walt's dream of Epcot does not exist. Had Roy and then his son-in-law yes. uh, Miller. Yep. Not, not keep pushing forward and doing. Actually, you could even say the Magic Kingdom wouldn't be what it was today without Roy finishing it after his brother passed. Right. And we get the Roy and Minnie statue. Yeah. He's the little bench seat. they move. Yeah. yeah. But Roy Disney should be sitting next to Walt. Oh, I agree. They were equal that. partners. They were equal on that. And that's the only thing I kind of went, eh. Yeah. But I do have something else before we get to Luminous. Okay. And this is going to be Michelle Atwood's WTF Disney. Oh, boy. What, did, what was it? Walt the Dreamer looks beautiful. Oh, yes. Until. Nighttime. Oh, the lighting is garbage. It's it's <laughs> awful. Ladies and gentlemen, hold on. It is your dreams What the fuck, Disney? <laughs> <laughs>
Starring Michelle Atwood. Gee, thanks for throwing me under the this bus. This one is yours. This is all you. You guys set me up. Was this planned? No. No. Oh. It was right there. I oh, okay. It. All right. Um, okay, so let me explain. You're giving me way too much credit on planning stuff. I was going to say, that's pretty good. You got me. Yeah. Um, no, here's why I think it's garbage. Is because, um, you know, there's so many people that want it. Again, let me rewind. That area lights up at night. It's best at night, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So... You go over to take a picture with Walt at night. All the lights are from underneath to where it casts a shadow on the person's face. Yes. And you can't see. I have. It's only been a couple of days. I've seen people post pictures with Walt at night. Not one of them you can see their face. Actually, their face, it almost looks like zombie apocalypse because of the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the shadow. Epcot is the new Walking Dead. Now, Walt looks great because he's a statue. Right. But a person, a person you can't bad. see their faces. They look so bad. So, like, if you know that that's going to be a, a photo spot for people mm -hmm. at night, why would you put the lights there to where it's... It, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah, they're going to have to get I associated it with, and listen, I know how much you love the cure. <laughs> I know you have a spider named after this gentleman, but Robert Smith of the cure has a certain look about him. The dark around the eyes. Very dark around the eyes. And it's his look. And I respect him for that. I got, I, again, but everybody is coming out of there looking like Robert Smith. You they should sell they shirts as you walk no, around. No, no, no. <laughs> I have the best thing. Yes. That you know what they could do if they're not going to change the lights? They need a bag of props. And when you go sit down, they have a Robert Smith hair wig that you could put on. <laughs> you sit down next to Walt. <laughs> so you get the full effect. You get the dark mm -hmm. eyes. You get the the big old ratted out hair. And maybe bring some red lipstick with you to complete the look. Oh, that's smeared just a, yeah, little, a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. And maybe black and be very angsty looking. I think if they had props, they could leave the light. <laughs> but since they don't. And it, nothing for nothing. It's the absolute, like Michelle is not, you're not speaking falsehoods. And listen, <laughs> uh, during the Imagineering panel, yeah. I asked the question of, okay, great. They talked about how much they loved the show and how everything lit up and they got mm -hmm. emotional about it. And I was like, great. Where did you stand? Where is the best place to right. stand mm -hmm. and see all of this? And they're kind of like everywhere. And they were like everywhere. But then they said something I thought was really brilliant. They said, you tell us. Right. Ah, we are yeah. looking for your feedback to see what we're either doing wrong yep. or what we're doing right. We want to hear what your opinion is because you're the ones who talk to the fans about it. Mm -hmm. So will they change things up I, I, for I the Robert Smith Walt Disney statue? I want to see him pipe the Robert Smith music in there first and foremost. <laughs> Why? Why are we? Whoa! She's like oh, she's like freaking out, laughing over here, and we don't know why. Oh, Michelle, so please, I must say, when Michelle is tired and she gets the giggles, <laughs> why do you have to make a meme with somebody sitting next to the statue with the hair? I'm gonna put Robert Smith next to us. <laughs> I will make a meme tonight of Robert Smith sitting next to Walt. Oh my gosh! And a bag of props. We need like the bag that has all the hair sticking out of it. We can do that. That won't be hard. That is brilliant. Ladies and gentlemen, by the time you listen to this tomorrow, the meme will be ready and done. The meme will be up. 
on uh, probably like, what are they even all social media. And we know I can do them fast because yes. I made a meme with monkeys and stuff not too you long ago. And I did, did it pretty you, quickly. So. It was amazing. Yeah, I did that pretty quickly. So <laughs> we can do that pretty easily. So now I don't have to do WTF Disney because Michelle just, and it wasn't even bad. It's 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 something that needs to be fixed. It, it really does. does. It it's is so bad. It is so bad. And you would think with PhotoPass, they'll be able to put something there at nighttime that can bring down that light so that way you capture the photos correctly. Okay, but here's the thing. So, PhotoPass was not readily available in no. the evening. Um, now, PhotoPass was like on and off in that mm -hmm. spot. They were not continuously there. Right. Now, if they had somebody sitting close to the Walt statue with a really good flash on their camera, that would help. Right. Right. But what they got going on now is not good. Well, that's what Sam said. He said they're still testing the photo pass out, but they're not doing it full time yet. They're trying to they test. Were, yeah, yesterday they were yeah. doing it from the early morning, and they had two different photo pass. It was right. like one would take one person, go over the next, and it would just loop. Because through. then he say they're saying no more than a ten minute wait to get yeah. your picture with Walt, which I think is good because you don't want to spend an hour waiting for a which picture. Which is going to be again by the time we're done this conversation in about two hours. You and I are going to talk about social media and influencers and everybody rushing to be the first person, right. which is why I'm so happy for the Main Street Mouse and Miss Michelle Atwood, the she was queen one of, the first. of the tournament. You were there before they, because Disney trusts what you are going to do with it. Mm -hmm. Social media, TikTokers, Instagrammers, you don't know what they're going to say about it because there was some negative stuff that came out. Yes, and it's was. like, hey, why don't you come in and see this before all before these people everybody else gets a hold who of have it. FOMO? Yes. And so the line was two hours on that first day because I got to be there the first day to get my picture with Walt. And it's like, no, you don't have to do that. Mm. You could stay at home and wait instead of taking somebody else's spot who paid to be here. Who's on a vacation, who wants that photo, but who's see, leaving again, tomorrow. Like we've talked about it before, that aspect ruins it. Yeah. It really does. Ah, so that's Walt. That's World Celebration. That's um, that's a lot of stuff. Hatbox goes. That's a lot, but we still have one more thing to talk but about. Wait, there's, there's more. There's more. I feel like Crazy Eddie. <laughs> you know who Crazy Eddie is? Who's Crazy oh, Eddie? You don't know Crazy Eddie? Oh, it was a New York, New Jersey thing. Oh, we. Let's there was a guy <laughs> who was he'd go on he'd go on TV trying to sell you stuff like an electronic stuff like yeah. oh, okay. Our okay. prices are insane. And then he got busted for um. Um, um, tax evasion. That's why his prices were so cheap. He wasn't paying taxes. There's a whole thing about Crazy Eddie. I'm, I'm, I keep forgetting you all are from Detroit. Sorry. Michigan. Yay. Yeah. It's so, fun. It's so fun up there. But wait, there's more. I'm Ron Papillo. Is that who it is? Ron who Papillo. does the fishing thing? It was Ron, and he also had the oven that yes. and all that stuff. So, yeah, so it's just. So Billy call Mays. now. Billy Mays. Oh, Billy Mays was the best type guy. But wait, if you order in the next 10 minutes, you will also get luminous. <laughs> Where you can see and project your own feelings and thoughts onto a nighttime spectacular. Ladies and gentlemen, we give you the symphony of us. Luminous. <laughs> There's okay. a lot of hype up that for that. <laughs> for that little, a little letdown. Yeah. Okay, so which is how I feel about Luminous right now. I'm sorry, did I say that? Ouch. Okay, so I I need to see it without working. Yes, you I do. do. You really do. Okay, so the night that it debuted, we were sitting in. Are you all right? I'm good. Now he's cracking up like you did. We got some problems over here. 
<laughs> um, okay, so the night that it debuted, like you said, everybody and their mother was there trying to live stream, trying to whatever, whatever. We were in the media area, thank God, in, in Italy. So we had a great spot. So I had decisions to make how I wanted to do it. Scott was recording it. And I know my people like a good live feed. Yeah. So I went live. And um, I think we've spoke before. Like my eyes are getting bad because I'm on my phone or my computer all the time and I can't see. So I had the live feed going. I had my reading glasses on the end of my nose and I'm trying to look over the glasses to see the show, check the phone to make sure that it's centered and make sure the comments weren't too crappy. Right. And it was a big deal. So it was a whole, and you had a great amount of people watching. We we did the, I went back and looked at the, um, the replay, um, count and stuff it's flat it's pretty big think, so yeah i mean and uh, well deserved because you've curated this audience over many many years so they do trust that you're going to put out a good product and you're going to sit and there i wanted and to mm-hmm. share it with them i've always been big on that ever since i covered the opening of toy story land yep. like i want to take my my people with me right so when i get to see something for their first time i want them to see it too like something that we can share together and then talk about it later so the first night, um, full disclosure, I did not get the warm fuzzies about mm-hmm. it. Um, I was disappointed with um, the Tangled thing because they changed words and you don't mess with my Tangled. Right. Um, and they used they should have used Mandy Moore, yeah. not Catherine McPhee, um, because Mandy Moore can sing and she's Rapunzel. Anyway, I'll, I'll get off that soapbox. But there were certain things that I feel like, I feel like they were trying to go back to somewhat to how Illuminations was um, with some original things. What song was the Tangled one? Um, I See the Light. Yeah, towards the end. Huh? And the last, the last third of the see the light. Yeah, but that's ch- why I didn't do the soundtrack. That, yeah. that was perfect, huh? Thank why you. I didn't hire you? Oh, I tried. So they changed the words. And it's supposed to be, you know, I see the light. Um, everything looks different now that I see you because you're seeing the light. She changed the word to now that I found you. No, it's the whole thing is about seeing. So they, ch- it did make sense to me. And I'm a very staunch. No, I'm, I'm, like, sh- like, why would you mess Tangled, with it? Tangled's one of your all-time favorite. You like, understand that. Why would you that? mess yeah. with it? Why mess with it? I don't have an answer. Okay. Okay. I mean, I do have somebody. answers, but not, not that we want to talk. All right. So, <laughs> anyway, so that kind of bummed me out. Right. And um, and I was kind of hoping that it had that same feeling in like, you remember Illuminations used to get make make your heart beat and you could feel the whole message of it. Mm-hmm. And the, you know, people gathering around the fire at night and the, the big torches and right. the globe and the whole thing. Um, now, this is just fireworks and lights, not, you know, fountains. Um, so they got rid of all the projections, which a lot of people did not care for. Um, you know, when it was harmonious, right. but I will say that in my opinion, I'm not an Imagineer. Nobody cares what I think, but they built those beautiful barges for harmonious and they were so cool with the armatures and yep. the, the pyro and the, all that good stuff. Why couldn't they have, um, taken, made some sort of use of them in, maybe gotten rid of some of the projections if that was the problem or the IPs if that were the problem. Right. Um, you could have driven those barges back out and put them in the four corners mm-hmm. closer to where people are mm-hmm. and projected images. Yeah. But again, we sat there before the hand with the Imagineers and the show director and the music director. Yeah. And, uh, they explained 
that they want you. They are putting out the songs and the story. To make it your own. But you, they want you to project your day yes. or your images or your, your thoughts Your life and your it, thoughts, yeah. Which is emotionally, that's really cool to me. The idea of doing that, it's like, and if you can connect with an individual that way, you've made a fan for life. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm trying not to be negative because... It doesn't do that because things are changed too much. At one point in the show, they do a salute to each different world yeah. and pavilion, but then they do something in a native language. Yep. And then, but they have to have the American English version underneath it. So both versions are playing at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they only do it one time. Uh -huh. And it's like, why don't you do that for the rest of the lands? Oh, wait, that's called harmonious. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean. I, I'm going to preface that. And I don't mean to cut you off. I, we talked last night on our way out of Epcot. And you said something I thought was brilliant. Put your phone down for a minute. I'm not even looking over there at what he's doing. Don't I wanna don't want to I can't look at him because I'm going to lose it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> you said, <laughs> what are you, I don't even want to know. Scott has pushed the microphone over. He's out of the conversation. It is now just Michelle and I. Michelle, thank you for being the co-host here. <laughs> you're welcome. My podcast show. I'm literally and friends. Now you're and friends. Now Scott is and friends. Um, where was I going with that? Oh, you said at the end of the night that do yourself a favor, put your phone down. And watch it. And just watch it. When I saw it the second time with no phone, yeah. well, I, I took little bits, but not much. Um, but I actually paid attention. I didn't have right. a live beat going. I wasn't monitoring comments. I wasn't doing any of those things. Now, when I saw... <laughs> Scott, stop. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You need him with more makeup on. God is creating Walt and Robert Smith. <laughs> It's the new, what do you call that? The cure statue? The cure statue. The cure statue. It's the cure all. It's the cure all. Instead of the partner statue, it's the cure all. Oh my God. Wow. Um, okay, anyway, back to the, I'm sorry, way distracted. I couldn't help myself. Did you see my daughter? She made me jump scare. I know. Holly sent me that picture and we were sitting there in, we're at, in Italy Pavilion. Yes. Luminous is about to start and she sends me the picture and I went, ah! Like, what the oh, heck? What happened to my daughter's what, face? Why does my daughter look like she's emo and listening to My Chemical Romance right now? Right. Why does she hang out with Andrew? Hey, guys. It's me, Andrew. Oh, my gosh. You should see the new statue. It's so good. I know. I don't get very happy about much, but, uh, you know, when things look like uh, Robert Smith, who is our, our Lord and Savior of, of Walt Disney World, Robert Smith, we love you from the cure. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. I'll see you later. Bye. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? That answer. I, <laughs> this show is so off the rail. Oh, wow. Oh, this show. And why was Andrew so happy? Because he likes Robert Smith. He loves Robert Smith. And he likes the way the, the, that lighting turns you into a, a complete... A goth emo. A goth emo? emo. I always get emo and emu, emu. confused now because... It turns of, you into a flightless bird. It does. <laughs> so you're a turkey. With dark circles. <laughs> With dark circles? <laughs> oh, my God. Wow, this show is completely off well, the rails. Um. Anyway, back 
to Luminous. Let's uh, let's see if we can try and get okay, back let's on. Try uh, to, let's try to get this um, segment over because I know it's going to happen. How long are we into this show? Oh, wow. Four and a half hours. Yeah, we are. We're, we're I pushing told it. Scott yesterday, I said, you need to cut my segments short. And he's like, but we get on a roll and everything just kind of. We're trying to get up to six hours. <laughs> we, we uh, somebody said people, that though. we get exponentially longer every episode. Every so last episode. week was an hour and a half. This year, this year, this month, this week has to be thir- three hours. I will get there. I'm stuttering all of a sudden. Like, <laughs> it's like I can't use my mouth. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so the show, luminous. So the I- symphony <laughs> of us. Okay, I presented by AT and T, not sponsor. <laughs> Um, by Pandora I, and Advent Health and, Ab- and Quirksickle because <laughs> Quirk they sponsor everything. everybody but Disney Animation sponsored it everybody else <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so I do feel that it- by House of Mouse 2024 hey guys it's me Kevin the Bear I'll be at House of Mouse Expo 2024 telling you all about the symphony of us and by us I mean bears across the world because who doesn't love luminous coming up with words and I don't know I'm a bear bears (laughs) (laughs) okay I'm just gonna say that the show give it a chance and don't look at it through a phone Um, and don't don't go with expectations and everything you think you know about the show you're wrong yeah, it's there is very, no way you're going there with what the. It's what the very show is. different than yeah. what you would think. I will say things that I did love about it: the fountains look beautiful. They did. The fireworks. There is a certain Epcot firework to me, and it's that yep. long-tailed white one that goes from the center to the outside, it's like a and rocket then from a, yeah, yeah, and it goes off right in front of you in World <laughs> Showcase and. <laughs> and it's just this feel of Epcot, and it's great. Um, we uh, right. Scott's messing with this thing. Thank you, Scott, for throwing us off. Around, Scott. Oh, my God. People listening can't see my computer, though. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's Robert Downey Jr. or Robert Smith. <laughs> it's a Robert. It's a Robert. Who who played um the scissor guy? Not the scissor guy. Edward Scissorhand. Who is Johnny, Johnny Depp? Johnny Depp. It's Johnny Depp. Is it? It's Edward's. It, no, it's not Edward Scissorhand. It's Robert Smith. Okay. Anyway, you'll have to put this in the comments when you release this. Yeah, so they can see that part. So once you get to this Um, three and a half hours into the show, look up the video. Luminous. You know what? I I will say one thing before I go. Oh, you're not going yet. I still have a question for you. Oh, crap. You got about three hours to go. All right. So really quick. I'm sweating, too. Because you're wearing your dad's sweater. <laughs> I'm like Mr. Rogers. I'm Mr. Mr. Rogers. Thank you. God has named me Mr. I'm in my cardigan. You're and, in your, um, I like that sweater. Um, I am the worst um, male model for Lost Princess Apparel. <laughs> and of all he's time. got Mickey Pretzel leggings on with and his dad's sweater. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad it's not just that. Scott would be so like, dude, you come in my house just wearing pretzel leggings. On. I'm like, put some man pants on. Man pants. <laughs> The denim but, ones. At least we're the denim ones. But they look their pants. Like, if women can go out with them, why can I not? Women wear long shirts with our leggings, so we cover our. I have a cardigan. Stuff. <gasps> yes, That's wear a cardigan, true. but it has to be long enough. And so, you have a turtleneck and a gold chain to wear, also. 
You need to get some Ugg boots and an infinity scarf and a cup of coffee. <laughs> and a latte. <laughs> and a latte. And make sure you take selfies and make peace signs. Like, and then you do a TikTok dance. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right. Anyway, um, um, yeah. My, my whole point is that, you know how I was talking about music, like with Epcot and yes. how like how it some of the really hits you in the heart. It's mean meaningful. And I will, I swear to God, I will feel this way forever. So, um, rivers of light at animal kingdom. Yes. Okay. The music for rivers of light is so, um, what's the word powerful, powerful. and it makes me cry Which is what I was getting to next. And okay. you're kind of answering this, but they could have um, used that music over there somehow. Cause it yeah. was good. I was going to ask you with Luminous coming out, uh-huh. you have seen there's a seven, eight, nine different nighttime spectaculars around Disney World in that time. Okay. Mm-hmm. What are your, what is the Michelle Atwood top three oh, nighttime spectaculars? Now, can she go back to before she even lived here, but coming as a, on vacation? Yes. So, so it could be anything. Anything you Whether seen. it's extinct Anything or- but um, the Main Street Electrical Group. And illuminations and wishes and because <laughs> <laughs> um, I hate Main Street Electrical Parade with passion. Do you really? With a passion. I'm getting you a pair of Main Street Electrical Parade. Like your ringtone needs to be the music for that. Oh, it'd be fantastic. But I love the water pageant. Go fig. That's oh, weird. Uh, yeah, the water pageant yeah. or Spectro Magic was really good too. Yeah. I was sad when that left. So this was going to be the final thing I wanted to ask <laughs> you was what because again. You've been coming down here for many years. You have covered everything that goes on at Disney. Uh, your voice, again, is highly respected, and you do uh, have okay. a following out there. Um, and I know in your comment section, you get some people who are like, I love this, and then I love this, and people kind of argue amongst themselves. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> but what is your top three? Um, so nighttime shows. And save number one for last. Build up to it. Oh, God. See, okay, so again, like when we talked about movies and different top whatevers, um, I don't have, I have, I have favorites. Why do I feel like she just blew us, blows us up? She kind of did. You know when we did that thing? I don't remember. You know that thing yeah. with, your, with your little show? <laughs> no. Where I was, where I was just Anne Frank. Yeah, oh, I was my Anne gosh, Frank. that's not what I meant. I was trying to reference a different show. Well, me and Robert Smith went to Epcot. Oh, yeah. God. Um, <laughs> I have, it's hard for me to pick a top favorite because I have favorites. For different okay. reasons. For different reasons. Right. Okay, so I'm just going to throw three at you. Yes, please. Okay, I do um, miss Illuminations, okay. but I'm going to add something on that. Um, I miss Illuminations when, um, especially when they had the um, Tapestry of Dreams parade. Oh, or, wow. And um, they did the parade around World Showcase, and then right after was like Illuminations. Right. And then when the parade went away, if you recall, after Illuminations was over and people were walking out of the park, the music they played through the whole park was Tapestry of Dreams. And that means something to me because when my Andrew, not the emu, um, was a baby, that was like the first fireworks show that he saw. Granted, he probably slept through it, but I remember it. It's your memory. It means yeah, something right. to me. Um, and then I would have to say Wishes. Okay. Again, for for kid reasons, um, because my kids were brought up going to Disney and Wishes was the main thing in their age bracket, you know, um, what they saw as we would go. So Wishes means something to me. And like the last night of Wishes, um, I had like, of course, a handful of 
napkins and I watched and my my son said to me mom don't use your phone let's just watch it together so we I had each boy around my arms and we watched it together and we all were kind of weepy and by the way you have the sweetest kid I really do I'm gonna agree with you they're such good boys I don't even know what I did to deserve that because we threaten them no they're great kids I love them so much Um, I'm really scared of Scott (laughs) we don't threaten it, uh, we've no, never had to threaten them. They've just been good. No, they just knew. Anyway, so wishes because yeah. of the kids as well. It means something to me. Um, and I was one of those. I but God, I love Rivers of Light. I think it's just a shame. I loved the lotus flowers and the fountains and the music. I think that they gave up on that too soon. Yes. Um, but I, I have to say happily ever after. I never thought something could make me to satisfy like – Wish is going away. You know what I'm saying? Like nothing's going to replace it. I'm not right. going to be happy with whatever it is. Right. And then when it came out, I'm like, wow. Yeah. Okay, I'm happy. I thought Happily Ever After is great. I love the music. I love the old timey feel. Yeah. Um, I did not like the enchantment one they had for the 50th. I thought it was garbage. It didn't make me cry. Um, but Happily Ever After has that heartfelt feel to it, in my opinion. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the Michelle Atwood top three <laughs> nighttime? nighttime spectaculars that she's ever seen at Walt Disney World. Dun, dun, dun. Now, how does one get wine stains out of their <laughs> Oh, shirt? you did not. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't know he was going there. I thought I was off the hook. No. I'm, I'm getting ready to go back in the other room. I just want to see how you can explain this without offending anybody. So Michelle anybody. and I, uh, Scott <laughs> was on the bridge with the other in Italy, um, filming. Um, important people. Um, the people with tripods. Yes, were the, the tripod people. <laughs> They're like John Tesh fans. They're tripod people. <laughs> That's a good joke and you know it. Uh, I'll give you that one. It was good. The professionals with the tripods yes. that weren't mingling. The tripod people. Yes. Uh, they were over on the bridge. So you and I were sitting. At, we grabbed a nice table, had a great view. Uh-huh. Um, and then we just were joking around, having a good time. Like there was, we had heaters near us. Mm-hmm. Um, we were just trying to keep warm. And Some people um, got a blanket. Some people got a big fuzzy blanket. I didn't ask for the blanket. I was, it was and she nice just outed herself that she got the blanket. I didn't, I didn't oh, say okay, who. sorry. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Someone was gifted a nice warm blanket because she looked cold. I wasn't going to name. We weren't saying who, but you kind of said it yourself. Wow. Um, But we were just sitting there having a good time, joking around like we do, because there's a lot of jokes thrown around in our group. And sometimes you can easily explain them. Other times you're just like, no, that's not going to make the air. Right. Um, But I, Michelle and I, you were, and I were talking and I happened to say some wise, but comments so let's just let's just be honest. We were talking about Chappelle's show. Yeah. If you guys remember Chappelle, Dave yeah. Chappelle's show back in like 2005, which we both thought was pretty funny that you probably couldn't play today. No. So we were making we were making Chappelle's show jokes, One and liners. I and I thought we were done. We weren't done. You weren't done. I was not done. So, I'm never done. He's so, never done. I'm and, never done until somebody pees their pants. Well, it wasn't that. Um, so I'm done. Sorry. Oh, my God. It all depends. Oh, put a bug depends. Get it? Wow. Can I finish the story? Go ahead. Though? All right. So, so 
they they had wine and beer at the media thing and i had a nice little cup of moscato and i was i thought we were done and i went to take a sip and you said one more thing and i blew air from laughing and it sprayed all over you <laughs> it was, it was like, she was just like and wine flew out of the cup it was in in a perfect arc and it just <laughs> now mind you it wasn't in my mouth yet i just was gonna take a sip but i laughed and everything went so in philhar magic when they spray the champagne bottles right yep that that's was, what happened to that's Greg. What happened. exactly and i think the best word was <laughs> i knew you were my people after faga beefy <laughs> <laughs> Now, you better explain that because there's going to be people wondering what I, the listen, world. Go back to 1980, and there is a movie called Midnight Madness. Midnight Madness. One day, we will J. have Fox. a conversation about that. Is his first movie. There is a movie, and it's a Walt Disney Pictures yes. movie called Midnight Madness. And it's cheesy as all get out. Do yourself a favor out there. <laughs> Find it. Buy it. Watch whatever it. Whatever <laughs> you have to do to watch this masterpiece. <laughs> of college humor <laughs> it's so unbelievably good it's so bad it's good <laughs> absolute worst. so it's a cult classic it is a saying. cult classic and michelle and i are a cult of two <laughs> there's two no i have a friend in michigan who's seen it too there's so a like, cult of three there's three wow, of us you're growing we are we are growing you've we are gone expanding. by 33 percent here just in this ladies show. and gentlemen the incomparable <laughs> The one and only, thank you so much for bringing your knowledge and all the information you got. And my silliness. It was a lot of information to come out this week, hence why we talked so, talked so long. Sorry so, about that. As always, ladies and gentlemen, Michelle Atwood. Till next time. Welcome, foolish mortals. It's the news of the dead. Scott, nothing like taking a conversation that is so lighthearted and then bringing it way back down. We're good at that, though. To news of the dead. And listen, it, this is not a Disney per se person. No. But I did want to bring up, um, we lost one of the... Um, TV producers, TV show creators, mm -hmm. uh, amazing writer, the incomparable. I mean, I, I don't even know how to say it, but um, Norman Lear yes. has passed away. So writer, producer, developer, Norman Lear, who revolutionized American comedy with such daring, immensely popular 80s and 70s sitcoms such as All in the Family, Stanford and Son, Maud. Uh, one day at a time, the Jeffersons, good times, uh, among also being the producer of the princess bride. Yes. He was involved in that. Am right. I forgetting anything? He also was involved in different strokes. Back so, I mean, he brought those back yeah. when they remade them. If you remember a couple of years ago, they took a new cast and they redid shot for shot an episode of different strokes. Live, an episode right? Of, live. Yeah. So they had like Kevin Hart was playing, uh, Gary Coleman's part in different strokes and uh, <laughs> which was really funny. Um, but he was a true genius and he was a visionary. He saw things that 
in the world you couldn't do, you couldn't say at the time. Oh yeah, I mean, what was that Archie Bunker? What was Archie the, Bunker should not have been. Yeah, that character, and not to say anything about uh, Carol O'Connor, the actor, but Archie Bunker, um, the, he that today that would never fly. Would never fly. But that was society. He was reflecting society back yes. in that time, and he was able to write that into his productions and his shows. Mm -hmm. um, you that's this is tv for you and i like yes, this is, this is what we grew up with we yes. grew up watching our parents watch this mm -hmm. and then by the time we were in school uh between like middle school mm -hmm. um around there if we were off school for that day this is what was playing on tv right. during the day that we right. would watch so yeah i mean different strokes i i remember that fact a lot I, what was the other thing uh sanford and son sanford like, and son i remember oh, watching man, that he, uh, he uh, these shows were just so funny and so good. And mm -hmm. as a child, I didn't understand right. some of the things that he was trying to talk about. As an adult, when I walked back, I was just like, oh, wow. oh yeah. I wonder what a smart, brilliant man. He really was. And uh, he, he made a lot of people laugh. And he made a lot of people stars. Yeah. And then um, there was uh, Lear's family said, thank you for a moving outpouring of love and support in honor of our wonderful husband, father, and grandfather. Norman lived a life of creativity, tenacity, and empathy. He deeply loved our country and spent a lifetime helping to preserve its founding ideals of justice and equality for all. Knowing and loving him has been the greatest gift of all. We ask for your understanding as we mourn privately in a celebration of this remarkable man. Um, I read an article today, mm -hmm. and this is where it's going to get twisted a little bit. Okay. Where... The, on his bed when he was uh, passing away, they sang the old theme songs to him. Oh, wow. And then some really of his cool. favorites, Frank Sinatra songs and stuff like that. So they were, That's and awesome. there was like moving on up mm -hmm. um, to the east side and to a deluxe apartment, apartment in the, in the sky. sky. Like it meant something more to the family right. now because this man is passing away and they, being religious that they were, that he was moving on up. And yep. so it made them break down. But nothing is funnier to me than one of his theme songs. Which one? Which is uh, Maud. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen the family? Uh, what is it? Uh, uh, um, uh, Stewie Griffin. The, uh, yes. Family Guy. Family Guy. Fam I was going to say Family Ties because we're talking. So Family Guy, there's just, I mean, it's a minute and a half snippet mm -hmm. where he's like, oh, good, Maud's on. Oh, maybe it's the longer, it's the episodes that where they used to have the long intro. Okay. And so they'd start doing the real mod intro uh -huh. and it's like Alice Peter wants to do is for them to go. And then there's mod. And instead it's just like Lady Godiva, ba -da 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 -da, Mario Curie. But the, and it just lists all these famous females, females in history and it just goes on and on and on. And he's like, right. and then there's mod. And it would go on to another, come on. And then there's mod. Right. And then finally they get to, it. he's like, oh, see, see, see. That was an ordeal that didn't need to happen. I was like, that is such a brilliant scene really right there. So I, Norman Lear is always in my head because, of, and then there's Maud. You know, he, he, like, he revolutionized TV for the time. Him, Sherwood Shorts is another one to think about of what he did along with um, spelling. Aaron yes. Spelling. These guys, the TV we grew up with, 70s, 80s, 90s television, these were the guys who created it all. Yeah. The shows that are memorable to this day that people still watch when they can see them on TV. It, it, it just brings up back memories of a time that a simpler time. Yeah. Life was a lot simpler. Oh, yeah. Jokes were jokes. Jokes weren't meant to be offensive. Jokes were right. a joke. 
And I think what these guys did back then, I wish somebody would do now. Oh, I wish, I wish we, I, I, I feel that even you and I have to watch what we say. We do. Fear of upsetting certain entities or yeah. people. And we're trying to be very equal and we try and make sure that we don't offend everybody. Right. And it's like, look, my sense of humor is a bit twisted, mm -hmm. but I also know that kids listen. Right. So I can't go off and do NC-17 jokes right. on the air. I understand that. And we accept that. Mm -hmm. But I would love to be in a society where you could just Not do and say it. whatever you want to say and you wouldn't get canceled in this right. day and age or... You could like, look, if that's your opinion, that's great. That's your opinion. Yeah. I can either A, agree with you, mm -hmm. or I can go, no, I don't agree with that. But yeah. I don't need to cancel you if I don't disagree exactly. with you. I, I can just stop listening and go on. This. I remember my dad used to tell me the dirtiest comedian he ever saw in his career. My dad lived in Vegas till the day he died. But he saw Don Rickles perform at one of the Vegas oh, casinos. my and gosh. He said Don Rickles was probably one of the dirtiest, raunchiest comedians he had ever heard in his life. Now, when you saw him on TV, Jerry Lewis Telethon, or any show, wholesome. He was wholesome. The, doing so, the Ronald Reagan th thing. Yes. He's so famous for doing the Ronald Reagan thing. Bob Saget was the same. Bob, oh, Saget, Bob Saget. He played everybody's dad. Which, by the house. Way, big ups, Bob. Big ups to Bob. <laughs> but they said when he was in the comedy club, it was F this, F that. It, Speaking it was, of like, oh. Bob Saget, yeah. did you see John Stamos was in town? Yes. Doing a, a, a procession, yes. processional. Um, brought up Bob Saget during. Did he? Did he? Yes. I did not. Cried. Hmm. Yeah. I did not know that that was part of the script. So I did not know either. Maybe, maybe he went off script with that maybe. one. But I know they were at MegaCon a couple years ago, uh, those two and Dave Coulier. And it was like one of the first times they were ever all together for an appearance and one of the last times, sadly. Dave Coulier, not a good human. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I did not say that out loud. Alanis Morissette would say it. Yes. <laughs> And he's a big I Detroit love Red Wings. He's a Detroit Red Wings fan, so I can't really talk much about Glee. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, let's take a five second commercial and listen it. to about House of Mouse Expo. And then we will come back. And our topic today is you and I are going to talk a little bit about FOMO, but uh, we're going to cut it a little short because whew, that wife of yours. We're into like three and a half hours. I know, right this now. is amazing. So we'll be right back. Get ready for an enchanting experience at House of Mouse Expo 2024, sponsored by MEI Mouse Fan Travel. Join over 100 vendors as they converge to weave a spellbinding atmosphere at the Osceola Heritage Park Event Center on March 2nd and 3rd. Ensure you don't miss out and secure your tickets now at houseofmouseexpo.com. This extraordinary event is more than just a gathering. It's a haven for Disney enthusiasts, a warm home embracing fans of all things Disney. Meet Jim Cummings, the enchanting voice behind Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, and Darkwing Duck. Joining him is Brett Iwin, the iconic voice of Mickey Mouse, Caitlin Rob Rock, the delightful voice of Minnie Mouse, and the incomparable Bill Farmer bringing Goofy to light. But hold on to your Mickey ears. There's more magic to come. Encounter Martin Kleba and Kevin McNally from the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. Ross Marquand from the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the fantastic cast of Hocus Pocus 2. Craving the VIP experience or looking to join the After Hours Party? Ticket upgrades are available now at houseofmouseexpo.com. Let the magic unfold and welcome home. Scott, we were supposed to have a main topic today, but since we are running out of time, we're going to just do a condensed version okay. of our main topic. So I wanted to talk, and we've mentioned this a few times today, about FOMO. Right. Fear of missing out. Yes. Um, we, we all have it down here. Yeah. Because of it, the world we live in is Disney. 
Okay. We live at Disney World. It's um, we all, all of us, and I'm I'm not excluding me or you or anything. Mm-hmm. Always have to be there for the first thing. Yes. We have to get it out. Um, we that, hence why we have individual audiences that follow us. So it 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 really irked me seeing all these influencers and TikTokers right. racing to be the first person to get with Walt uh, and take that picture of it. And it was like, yeah, that's great, but people already have the picture. You're not first. You're not first. We all saw it out at D23. It's the Mm. same statue. Like, that's great. Why do an hour and a half line? Right. Because you have to get it on day one. It's like, just relax a little bit. But I I don't want to spend a lot of time ripping on influencers because we could. We could. Like, nothing for nothing. We're we're on that fine line of we do influence, but we don't call ourselves influencers and stuff like this. So I don't want to bag on people too much. Um, But it got me thinking, has there ever been an event or something that has happened, whether Disney related or not Disney related, Mm -hmm. uh, that you have FOMO, you had a FOMO moment. And is there, what is something that you missed out on? And I am going to, I I bring this up because I was able to think of like a hundred things right off the top of my head, things I missed out. So I had major FOMO over these three things and I did miss out on them. So I'm going to, I want your top three oh boy. FOMO Ugh. moments. So is there anything that happened in your lifetime that you missed out on and wanted to be there for? Um, One of them, I agree with you. Yes. I know this is kind of silly, but you know, it's a great conversation. So here's my top three FOMO moments. Okay. I missed out on these. I wish I was there. Yeah. This is mine. So, uh, the Walt Disney 50th anniversary. Um, I did not get to see Harmonious or, or Enchantment, the opening oh. nights or the, the pre-show. I didn't get to see Christina Aguilera sing. Like, that was a big FOMO. Like, I, I, I just started my Disney career right. uh, just a year or so before. So, it was like, oh, I should be there and covering it. Right, and right, right. By the time I thought about it, no reservations were available. I ended up eating a Steakhouse 71, but I didn't go to a park because okay. you could not get reservations anywhere. Yeah. So that was FOMO moment number one. Okay. FOMO moment number two was one of my favorite bands growing up was Led Zeppelin. Okay. I have seen Robert Plant many times live. Mm-hmm. I've seen Jimmy Page many times live. Okay. I've seen Jason Bonham. I have seen John Paul Jones. I have seen Jimmy Page and Robert Plant together mm-hmm. on stage. Okay. But I've never seen Led Zeppelin. Oh, wow. Which is surprising because I would have thought my parents would have taken me as a kid or mm-hmm. something like that before 1980. But um, no, they did a reunite and they did a show for Ahmet Erdogan from Atlantic Records okay. in 2008. And they played the O2 Arena. And oh. it was like, I have FOMO. Like that right. is one concert I wanted to see. Yeah. And I have FOMO. And then the only other thing. I could think of because, and I thought this was great. Like I went through everything and there was so many to choose from, but I wish I was at the Pontiac silver dome for WrestleMania three. Yep. When Hulk Hogan picks up Andre, the giant and body slams him mm-hmm. in front of 93,000 yep. people. Oh yeah. Like that, that, I, I know the backstory now. I know the behind the scenes. Right. But as a kid, that was the biggest thing to happen in my world. Oh, yeah, definitely. So 
those are my three my three FOMO moments. Okay. I can agree with you. One of mine would have to be the same as your first your last one there with the right. silver dome. Because growing up in Michigan. Oh, I bet you that I had friends crazy. in school who were at WrestleMania three. Oh. Now my mom and I did not have the means for me to be able to go and pay-per-view because it was local pay-per-view was delayed 30 days so i couldn't even watch the event live my mom used to blackout rules they had the blackout rules so i didn't get to see wrestlemania until 30 days later they didn't even do closed circuit they didn't do closed circuit so my mom my mom would always find a way to get the 20 25 to rent it for me on a wrestling night she knew how much i loved wrestling but andre was one of my favorite wrestlers of all time and now knowing that he was passing the torch to Hulk Hogan, the respect that he was given Hulk Hogan. I wish I could have been there. I wish I could have seen them with the little rings that took him to the ring and brought him back. Dude, imagine being like the media for that. Oh my God. Like hanging out. Like imagine doing media for that event like we do for Disney. Oh, I know. How great would that be? How crazy would that be? Like it's a total new day and age. Like, Mm -hmm. wow. Like, and so uh, I agree with like, that's so cool. Like imagine, yeah, I mean, you don't even have to imagine you lived mm-hmm. not that far. Like no, that was, was your hometown. Field. It was, it was his less than an hour, like an hour and 15 minute drive from where I lived oh. to go there. And I had friends who were there and they came back to school on, well, Tuesday, because most of them missed Monday because they were up late on Sunday at the event. And then they come back to school and they're like, oh my God, it was like this. And it was like this. And I was like, oh, really? Yeah, you guys are great. Did Shut you give up. me a program or something? Yeah. Did you give me anything? So Shut up. <laughs> that would be the one. My other two are Disney sort of related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, the first one would be the Guardians of the Galaxy media event um, when they opened Cosmic Rewind. So I didn't get to go to that. Um, I was, they only invited one of us. And then oh. Michelle went because she's the writer. She's the one that's like, go. Yeah. I was fortunate enough that somebody let me use their badge and our media person agreed to let me go ride the ride really quick, but I wasn't available for any of the party. I, I, um, I've always wanted to meet Josh tomorrow. Just one of those people I want to meet. I've been within feet of him a dozen times, never went up to him to meet him. And I would have liked to, because he was there. I was wandering around that day and I could have got my opportunity. I missed out. You could have ridden with Jojo Siwa. I could have. Jeff Volley and Josh tomorrow. How great would that have been? (laughs) <laughs> funny you said jojo me and her michelle saw her and her mom michelle was going to sally's beauty supply to pick up something for her hair right and jojo and her mom were in there really and it was the one over on uh like the 429 and 192 area oh they're that's in there shopping yeah. i mean so they weird. come to disney all the time they yeah can. meeting josh tomorrow i can i can especially so definitely to meet do. josh yeah, i agree and what a great yeah but my last one so not at disney but you'll see the disney relation here in a minute um a few years back uh, MegaCon, when they announced their guest list and everything, Stan Lee was coming. Oh. And Stan was kept behind curtains because Stan wanted more of a personal thing. He didn't want people snapping pictures all around of the people taking pictures. Plus, he was up there in age, and he wanted to be able to talk to his people and things like that. Yeah. As he came. So you couldn't see him unless you bought the ticket to go in line. Ah. And Michelle and I didn't have the money. It was when we, probably the first two to three years we lived here, he was there. And she's like, are you going to go meet him? I, I said, no. I, responsible me is like, no. Our family can't afford for me to spend that <laughs> right. kind of money to go meet. Pay a, my electric bill. Or meet Stanley. Or meet Stanley. So I didn't meet it. And it's been one of those regrets I've had ever since. It's like, I should have just figured out a way to make it work where I could have done both. You know, to, right. to go back there and meet one of my idols. Because you know how big of a Marvel fan I am. And oh, this is yeah. the man. I'm literally looking at your room right now. And there I am surrounded. Yeah. By Marvel, I mean, there's Stan Lee staring me right in the face right now, and there's just Marvel everywhere. So, of course, yeah. So, so him, I think I see Stan Lee more 
then I see your wife. <laughs> oh, sure. Put that out there now. <laughs> but I have her in the human form. Yes, yes, yes. She works next to you. Exactly. So you see her all the time. Exactly. So it works. I'm not throwing you under the bus, big guy. No, but that would definitely be one of mine that I I, so I missed cool. out on it because I didn't. Yeah. Now, years later, Michelle was allowed me. Uh, we were at an event and they had the Captain America uh, photo um, that Randy Martinez did. And yeah. then Stanley has signed it. Now, I didn't. Stanley had already passed when I got that. Um, but um, I was able to get that. And that's my favorite piece of my collection, honestly, is my uh, Captain America um, poster size autograph with Stanley on it. It was just something just fantastic for me. Yeah. But I never got to meet the man. And the day he cried, or the day he died, I cried. We were driving, yeah. and Michelle looked at me, and she goes, you're going to be so depressed in about two seconds. Oh, and I go, no. oh, no, why? And she goes, Stanley just passed away. And oh. I literally, my eyes welled up, and I started crying as I was driving down the road. Because um, to me, it was like, I never got to meet the man and tell him, yeah. tell him how much he meant to me. And I don't know if I've shown it to you. I think I have, but I have my own Mount Rushmore. Mm -hmm. And on my Mount Rushmore is Stanley, George Lucas, Steve Jobs and Walt Disney. Yeah, I think we we talked about that yeah. in like the first. Did we, so those are the four gentlemen in my life. Yeah. And the only one that's still here is George Lucas right now. Yeah. Um, that Somebody really needs is, to protect that man. Yeah, exactly. I'd like to meet him. I was within feet of George Lucas. Celebration 2017 when it was here in Orlando. I was the uh, floor stage, vendor floor stage. I was standing close by. I had media for it, but I didn't go up to the area where they were doing all the big panels. I was walking up the vendor floor. And all of a sudden, you start seeing cameramen and everything running around the stage. And I was right up against the stage. There was nobody else in there because yeah. there was nothing going on. And all of a sudden, they came over the announcement and they go, ladies and gentlemen, please put your hand together for George Lucas. Oh. I mean, literally, he was from me to you. But yeah. he was up three feet in the air. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's George Lucas, the man who shaped my childhood. I, I got to say, I think your list is the perfect list. The only person I would add up there mm -hmm. is in sports would okay. be Muhammad Ali. Oh, yeah. And, and you've met him. I have met I, I, I think I've told you some of the mm -hmm. stories about meeting him, but over a few days, I met him and I had dinner with him and I hung out with him and he almost knocked me out. I thought he had lost his senses and uh -huh. I thought he was literally going to punch me. Right. And I was scared for my life. Oh, yeah, because his fist is deadly. Like, he, like, I, I know, because we talk about sports. And oh, yeah. Yeah, it's George Lucas was my childhood. Um, I wasn't that big into some of the Stanley stuff, but I did okay. love like uh, the Marvels, um, uh, X Men. Like okay. there was a few things, but George Lucas is Steve Jobs. Watching how he put together Apple and stuff mm -hmm. like that, but yeah, that list is so. I would throw Muhammad Ali because that's a man who changed sports. He really and he, did not just sports, but history in general, mm -hmm. and so. He was the only, well, I got to meet him, but he was the most important one right. that I got to meet and hang out, like actually hang out with. That's awesome. And it was just like, yeah, this is a childhood dream that came true. Mm -hmm. But not only did it come true, it met and exceeded my expectations. That's fantastic. And it's, it brings me back to Stan Lee seems like one of those human beings who was a good human. Yeah, he had his flaws. Yeah, but like everybody But it felt does. like he was a good human being that mm -hmm. if you met him, he probably would have spent time with you yes. getting to know who you are mm -hmm. and not just blowing you like next, next. And, and you know what? There's a, um, there's a documentary Stan did years ago when his wife was still alive and he was still alive and they did it. And the, the interviewer asked him, goes, Stan, you've accomplished all this. And they ran through all of his list of accomplishments, all these characters, this universe, everything you've created. And they said to him, they said, Stan, what's the one thing you wish you could have? Because money is no object. Yeah. Um, you've done everything you could possibly 
what's the one thing you wish you could have? And his words out of his mouth, and I'll never forget, were more time. He goes, yeah. this is when the MCU was really taking off and people were really starting to get involved in Marvel and loving Marvel. And he goes, I wish this could have happened 25 years ago where I could enjoy seeing where it's going to go. Because he knew, yeah. he knew his life is in the, in the final years. Do you think years. he would be enjoying Marvel now with how bad it Right now, I don't think he <laughs> would, honestly. Like, Can you just put me back? But I think he'd be optimistic about it. I think he would be the one that's like, you know what? I like what they're trying to do. But maybe he could talk to Kevin and say, yeah. you know what, Kevin? Think about doing this character that maybe they've never even right. thought about that might be a good character. And bring character Kevin bring Smith in. Oh my gosh. And Kevin Smith loved Stanley. Dude, some of his stories, I, like, I, I beseech people, mm -hmm. go find adults. Let's yes. put it adults. We're going um, to go listen to Kevin Smith talk about Stanley. Oh, yeah. And made it into one of his movies. Like, I have an a autographed picture Ming Chen gave me yeah. at one of the conventions. And it's a picture of all the comic book men and Stan's in the comic shop. So the picture has all the four yeah. guys and Stan's sitting on the counter and Ming signed it. But that's what, when I talked to Ming, he's like, hey, you want a photo? I'm like, yeah, and I want the one with Stan Lee on it, of yeah. course. And he's saying, he goes, oh, and then he was telling me the story of that day when Stan came in and they were filming and such. See, now we're just awesome. talking, this is FOMO. We missed out on yes. some of these things. And I, so, yeah, well, that, Scott, is almost going to do it for the show. Almost. We are, we are definitely running out of time. But before we go... Uh, let's talk a little bit of House of Mouse Expo. Okay. Uh, we heard the commercial. You had announced a bunch of, uh, we have no, no breaking news today, people. I have one, but I'm not ready to announce No, no, no. It we're not ready. Not so. ready. We are taking a week off. Yes. Because I don't want to get people to get used to, every oh, week. they're going to do a show. Right. They're going to announce who's I want you to one. hang around and then every week. Yeah. So uh, nothing thing, but let's remind people. Okay. Tickets are on sale now. Tickets are on sale at houseofmouse.com. Uh, or housemouseexpo.com. Sorry, yeah. I said that wrong. And about your commercial, your commercial was fantastic. Greg produced the commercial and does it all. And I loved the commercial that you've heard during this show. It's the first time we've played it. You didn't it. know you were the hiring a... I didn't your, know. That's what that bill was for. I, wonder, team for. I wonder why you handed me an invoice when you yeah, got here today. <laughs> uh, but housemouseexpo.com, you can get your tickets. There's still the VIP party. Uh, we actually uh, signed our DJ today who's going to be doing our throwback party, which is Renee Adams, <laughs> who Renee was on Margaritaville Sirius Radio's yeah. morning DJ. And she's actually going to come DJ our party, which we're pretty excited to have somebody of her talent and level to come in there to do the it's party. Gonna be, I think it's, it's, it's going to be awesome. After party's gonna but, be but, but, and the reason she came to us is she is Jason, one Jason Marsden's close friend. Yes. And Jason got her to be involved with it. And again, Jason Marsden is coming, but he's not coming as a guest. He's coming as basically part of our staff. He's going to do panels and he's going to talk to the people of the crowd. He's going to walk the floor. He's going to be on the, the stage and talk you to the people. You best believe I am grabbing Jason Marsden Oh, yeah. While we're live podcasting in the morning. Oh, yeah. And just be like, get on my show. I'll be, be texting like, I'll do him. I'll be like, hey, get over here now. Interviews. And, I, and Jason, knowing him, would jump right up there yeah, and jump in. A, wasn't a great human being. For, but he is. He's hosting. He's hosting panels. He's going to yeah. um, take care of enjoying the fans and having making sure they're having the best yeah. time possible. He's and the he, hype man. He's the hype. He's our flavor flavor. Flavor flavor. Flavor in the house. Um, but yeah, Jason is so excited. He thinks the House of Mouse Expo is the perfect thing the Disney community needs. And it's going to take time for it to get all the kinks and everything worked out. But we're doing pretty good, I think. Everybody I, does after I the first few years. I think you said it best the other day. I heard you talk about it. You said a lot of expos and conventions around here encompass so much. Mm -hmm. There is so much into it. There's You have cosplaying. You have Universal. You have Pokemon. Right. You have right. One Piece. You have Disney. You have this. Whereas in House of Mouse Expo is explicitly Disney related. Right. Yep. So you can get your Disney on yep. and nobody else is doing just Disney nope. because everybody wants to, everybody wants every fan at once. 
Right. You are happy that there is a lot of Disney people who love Disney and right. want to get together with other Disney fans exactly. at a convention, at an expo, and, and live that life for a few days. Mm-hmm. And this is what House of Mouse Expo does for you. Yes, it does. It, it brings it all together. So if you're a Marvel fan, Star Wars fan, Disney fan, Pixar fan, whatever John or whatever fandom under that umbrella. Is General Hospital considered? It could be. If you're a GH fan. If you are a soap opera fan. ABC. Any of the shows on ABC. That's all Disney. Um, TGI Friday. And I have to admit this year, I was so close to having it. I'm not going to be able to get it. But this year I have four of the Fab Five going to be in attendance. So we have Caitlin Robrock, who's the the official voice of Minnie Mouse, Brett Iwin, who is the official voice of Mickey Mouse, and then we have Bill Farmer, who's the official voice of both Pluto and Goofy, going to be there. I am like over the moon ecstatic that I've got those four, pe- those four voices actors going to be there, and I can't wait for that panel, because the panel with the four of them up there, and then we have Jim Cummings, who's also the voice of Pete, Tigger, <laughs> Pooh, Hondo, I mean, uh, Darkwing Duck. Yeah. You know, Jason, who's Max Goof and Binks from Hocus Pocus. Yeah. And, and that, then we got Martin Kleba and Kevin McNally from the Pirates franchise, which if you know the Pirates, those guys were in most of the movies. I will say this. We put the commercial together today mm-hmm. and I'm not going to say what is behind everything, but I will say this. If people can associate what Disney aspect, besides the talking and all that stuff, yes. other stuff, if somebody can figure that out, I will pay for them to go to the after party. I will pay for one after party. Really? For wow. the person who can figure out what is going. That commercial ties in. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about. You with, told me it earlier because I didn't notice yes. it until you told me. And it's tricky. It is. And you have to be, uh, you have to be knowledgeable mm-hmm. on some of Disney stuff, especially what you're talking about for right. this year with a fab four of five. Yes. Uh, plus Tigger Pooh, plus Pirates of the Caribbean, plus Hocus Pocus 2. Yes, we have the three girls who played the young Sanderson sisters in Hocus Pocus 2. So you've got uh, Nina Kitchen, Juju Brenner, and uh, Taylor Page Henderson, yeah. who was there last year. Taylor was there last year, but this year we've got all three of them coming, and I think they're going to be a really big draw for the fans to come. And then Ross from the Marvel, Ross Marquardt yeah. from the Marvel Universe, but he's also from The Walking Dead, which... That's where we're, we're not saying we're a Walking Dead convention, but if you're a Walking Dead fan... But he was there in Walking he was there. Dead. And you know, I met Ross the first time at Walker Stalker, which was the Walking Dead convention. Yes. Yeah. But I went there with the hopes of meeting him because of who he was in Infinity War and uh, Endgame as a Stonekeeper. Yeah. So, House of Mouse Expo yes. 2024, Four. happening at Osceola Heritage Park, mm-hmm. March 2nd and 3rd. Right. Uh, get your tickets now. Get your tickets. Get your VIP tickets if you want. Make sure you get those party tickets because there is a limited it's number of parties. Your after party so, tickets. Yes. And I, once they're gone, I they're gone. I will be giving one away. And if you know what we're talking about, if you can guess what I'm talking about, and I think there's enough hints there. And that commercial. It, yes. it relates back to the commercial. Yes. Um, please get us at Bain at the live podcast show. That is the only place we will accept. Scott checks. I check it every day. He does check it or I will break him. Thank you, Bane. No, you don't understand. <laughs> I will break his spirit and his bones, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bane. Bane out. I'm scared to death right now. <laughs> um, 
what else do we got going on? I think we can. I, there's just work. I think putting that's everything it. Yeah, we just got a lot of. Uh, catch it up is on Christmas stuff, time. It is Christmas. I think next week um, we are going to have a big old Christmas episode. There we go. Because we we don't have very many episodes left. No, I think we have year. two more before I leave for Michigan because I'll yeah. be gone for a week. Yeah. Um, so maybe yeah. we'll next week will be something else. But you and I are going to sit down and do a Christmas episode. We want everybody to put on their Christmas sweaters we'll as you listen to us. We'll have a bunch of eggnog. Cocoa and eggnog and some cookies. And yeah, I can't do eggnog. I'm not an eggnog eater. No. No. I've no. never been a fan of it. Nor do I like rum. I'm not a rum. No, I was going to say, if you just drink the rum. I could, I could just drink the rum. Drink the rum. Just bring us the rum. And then oh, we'll bring in the pirates. I can do the pirate voice. Let's let's do a Christmas story with... Oh, my God. Oh, we should Jolly read, Roger. We should read Twas the Night Before Christmas. Is that our pirate... Oh yes, Jolly Roger. We shall do Jolly Roger and Old Saint Saint Pete. <laughs> He's Saint Pete from uh, outside of Tampa, which is <laughs> we're gonna pillage, pillage and plunder Saint Pete <laughs> and plunder the, the Pete, the Saint Pete. If you all the Pete. the voice, man. Stop. All right. Um, anything else we got to talk about? Oh, they can get you obviously. Yes. The live podcast show.com. Yes. Scott they, uh, at the live podcast show.com or Greg at the live podcast show. Yeah. They can get us both. But if you want to enter the contest, it has to go to Bane. B A N E. Don't forget me, you son of a gun. <laughs> all right, Bane. Um, the mainstreetmouse.com is yes, where you can get all your breaking and latest in all of Disney news. Along with for you, the fanaticsblog.com. Yes. And then we have. Uh, Lost Princess of Power, which we've only touched on a little bit. A little bit. I am the worst male spokesman ever. For a um, leggings company. Yes. I, <laughs> There's a pre-order going on right now, so yes, you know, you've got to get your orders. new stuff coming out? New winter well, patterns plus some solid Jen patterns. Alice in Wonderland pattern in there? Is no. that the red and black? What is that? No, that's just a Valentine's Day pattern. Oh. Actually, it's what it's supposed to be. It's got uh, X's and then uh, Mickey heads instead of hearts. Oh, or so O's, smart. But, well, that's awesome. really good. Yeah, lostprincessapparel.com. Definitely. Uh, or you can go to Michelle Atwood uh, on Facebook. Mm -hmm. uh, also, everywhere. all of them, the Main Street Mouse is everywhere. It is your go-to source for all your Disney media-related stuff. So on that note, Scott, I think we're done today. I think we have... I think so. I think we've wasted... Did we hit our two hours? We have hit an hour and 53 minutes, wow. which is way longer than I thought. We apologize now. If you're still listening, which I hope you are. <laughs> now we're just rambling endlessly. Trying to get to that like, seven minutes. I then. really could have gotten... Oh, we're 154. I, I think we could have gotten to one... And we're not even struggling to come up with stuff. No, That's you and I funny. have a lot to talk about because oh, yeah. I could go on about Luminous a whole lot. Oh, I know. I could too. You and Michelle thought me and you didn't really talk yeah, about yeah. it. So yeah, we could definitely do I that in a future show. Are you going to the parks this week? Probably. I oh, we're going. Yeah, we are going. Yeah, we're going to go to the parks. We're having a family night at one of the parks this week. Good so. I like that's what I love. Like I, I, when we went over to Luminous the other night, mm -hmm. like my daughter and my wife went with me. Yeah. I went with you, and it was really nice to hang out with them before all the media stuff came. And that's it. This time of year, Michelle, they're, they're, she likes to, the boys like to get out and we go, try to go to Magic Kingdom every year. We try to go to the studios and this year we're going to go to Epcot also because they haven't been in the festival. So we're going to hit all three of those parks yeah. before we go home. Um, it's just working within their schedule. Um, yeah. Andrew works every day of the we, week. Aiden we took a date week, night so. and went to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas. Now, I'd obviously been there already. Mm -hmm. We've all been there. But uh, you guys are going to go to Jollywood Nights. Jollywood Night on the 20th, the last show yeah. of, of the year. And I think that's on a Tuesday night. 
So actually, yeah. we would ha- we will have recorded either probably the next day. Actually, we'll probably record that Wednesday because then that'll be the last one for the that'll be the last year. One for the year. Yeah. We're coming up on the end of 2023. That's crazy. So yeah, Mickey's very Merry Christmas. All right. Uh, all I did was uh, characters. Did you really? Oh yeah. Did you work I, though, or did you enjoy the party? Oh, I enjoyed it. I <laughs> had one of the greatest times. Like it was just so nice to put the camera down. Um, we met Stitch. Oh, we met um, Tiana and Naveen. Yes. Um, uh, Belle. Oh. I didn't even realize she was doing me. I didn't realize she did that. But obviously, Jack and Sally did mm-hmm. Sandy Claus and stuff. But everyone we met that night mm-hmm. was a great interaction. Good. So it's like the lines may have taken 20 minutes, whatever it was. But every single one was a spectacular interaction. And That's I got to say, Disney did a fabulous, fabulous job. Good. I'm glad that. to hear that. So I can't wait to hear... About Jollywood Nights because I we can, do yeah. know that they're fixing some stuff. Yes, and I, I want to see the differences from the first party to the last. Yeah. We're at uh, one fifty six. We're we so t- close. We're so close. So close. No, we're gonna. Can we throw another commercial in there? Yeah, let's uh, do that, ladies okay. and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us. For Scott and myself, I'm gonna say end of line. Thanks, guys. Bye.